I don't know where all my time went I don't know how to define it So tell me how do I fight it When it feels so wrong It's on the tip of my tongue It's every line in this song The little things have been with me all along Hi everyone, welcome to The Usual Bet, an 18-up age play discussion podcast. I am one of your hosts, Sophie Elizabeth. And I am your other host, Chloe Elizabeth. Usually on the show, for people who have listened to it before, Mm -hmm. um, every week we make a bet with losers and diapers for the next episode. This is because diapers are a big part of what age play is for us. Mm -hmm. And if you are new to the show and you are listening to this as your first episode, I'm going to recommend that you stop and listen to episode 100 instead because uh, that is our age play 101 episode Mm -hmm. where Mm -hmm. we discuss why it is we do age play and why diapers are involved. Um, it'll be it'll be really helpful for you to listen to that yeah. one before listening to this one. This is like age play, like one hundred and two. We're we're on the next track. We're 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 getting the h- higher up in our degrees here. Yeah. Still, it's an introductory course. Yeah, of course. Um, it's no, we're not getting some some of the the techniques of, of age play. Don't but, even think about the two hundred series yet. But I want to say that when we recorded the first episode, uh, age play one hundred and one. Um, that's episode 100 on our list. I don't know if I said that. Uh, it, it, it frustrates me to no end <laughs> that it's episode 100 and it's called Age Play 101. The biggest thing we got back from this is um, we showed that episode to our vanilla friend Ainsley. Mm-hmm. And she said, um, this was super informative, this was super helpful, but there are two things that I want to know more about. The first is what is little space? What is that like for people? Um, and the second is, what do bigs get out of this? It sounds like it's kind of a, a one-sided deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I told her, I don't feel qualified to answer either of those things. And we, we spent all year like thinking, like, how would we even answer that? Like, how, how, do, how could we, just two people babbling on a podcast, like, answer what is little space that's that's a that's a huge nebulous thing and it's very personal it's tailored to each individual mm-hmm. and i don't think that there is a single answer for that um likewise we are both littles yeah, we, th- we don't know big space or what being big is really all i about. tried to sneak into the big club and i wore the like i, I was on sophie's like like shoulders in we a, trench, a coat. trench coat we on, tried to get in and they we immediately got, yeah, we just shoot away they immediately identified us yep so we we don't we don't really know and um that's what inspired this episode this Mm -hmm. episode is here for people who might not know a lot about age play and want to know more who've hopefully listened to age play 101 um and who who want a better understanding of little space and um what it's like to be big and um also for people who are littles and bigs and wonder well is what i get out of it what other people get out of it because chances are yes and no yep um there are some who probably are very similar to you and a lot who are probably very different so because this is something we can't answer but we're still going to try we turned to the community since um (laughs) episode like 150 so for the past year anytime we go to some sort of abdl Mm -hmm. um group thing we try to get interviews from the people there uh, mainly people that we know and um, 
we asked them these questions and we want to share their answers with you. So hopefully they can answer the question for us. Special thanks to the people who we interviewed. Um, Thank you so much for your perspectives on this. Uh, You can find their names as well as their timestamps in the description of this episode. So you can kind of like pick and choose <laughs> if you just like man i just want to i just want to hear what what kimmy has to say I, you can just do I, that i really liked what this person had to say i want to i want to get to know them in a normal non-parasocial way yeah um <laughs> and if you are listening to your own interview and you think like oh i did such a bad job no you didn't you didn't if, you did great i i did not include interviews in this that were bad i promise you the fact that you shared something like this um with so many people who are going to listen to this episode mm-hmm. it's incredible thank you so much um you're your own worst critic so please don't 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 beat yourself up absolutely okay um thank you so much for listening for the fans of the show thank you so much for your support after um four years this is our fourth anniversary that is crazy i know um and for all the newcomers who just want to know more thank you for being open-minded mm-hmm. And um, this is Age Play 102. Hello, my name is Bunny, and I am a little girl. I have been basically into or have a connection with my little side for as long as I can possibly remember. Um, like the stereotypical watching a cousin, you know, get a diaper change on a changing table from an aunt or something like that. The the whole nine yards. So what a mood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, my little side has been ingrained with me for forever, and it has been my biggest coping tool, my biggest source of relaxation, my biggest source of feeling kind of in tune with myself, and um. I think the part of it that I've been really, really loving, especially recently, has been sharing that with others and getting a chance to really feel like other people can understand that too. Oh, like having that's so cute. Yeah. It's really important though. It's that sense of understanding when it comes to my little space is so important because it's just mask, mask, mask all day long and all that mm-hmm. stuff for work, for job, for you know, family obligations. It's a lot and it takes a lot out of me. And considering that there is still this huge aspect of this little girl that is just me that I want to take care of and treat well, it's so amazingly important to me that I can have friends that understand that, respect that, and give to that. And I've been really, really thankful for it. Um, I wanted to ask you a somewhat maybe difficult question, which is what does little space feel like to you? What is, what is your, um, sort of definition of that? And what is the, what are the feelings that come with it? Little space to me, feels like I am building a world. It feels like I am trying to picture myself in an ideal space. So for me, that personally means I am, you know, a toddler at times, maybe younger at other times, and uh-huh. I, I like to be looked after. I like to be able to have my freedom and be able to just express myself in very creative and random ways at time where I'll just move from one thing to another and have that be okay and have the people around me still know that, you know, 
okay, Bun needs to have her needs met. She needs to be taken care of in this mm-hmm. way because she won't be able to do it herself. For sure. To have a level of care while still being able to express myself in a childish way is what little space means to me. Okay. Um, are you able to be literally because your your definitions with little space and how that feels for you is very care focused? Are you still mm-hmm. able to achieve that sort of feeling when you are alone? Absolutely. Um, and it's been something of a learned skill. That's been really, really <laughs> important. Um, I'm a big believer in reparenting or self-parenting or whatever you want to call that. So Be your own CG. The, no, it's it's really important. Just like, and the funny thing is, you can look these type of things up, and I'm sure as you have, um, all over the place where it comes to the psychological benefits of doing that when it's like did you get what you needed when you were in that little if the answer is no well sure you can't rewind time but you can give that to yourself now by sculpting that world space that little space and then treating yourself for like that and that's something that i have been doing to help all of the anxiety <laughs> and just life struggles and all that just constantly and i could not recommend it more Cool. Awesome. Anything else you want to add? One of the most recent important things that's really been just so helpful to me has been cultivating a place where people can be just understanding of my little space, but also their little space. And then being able to just share experiences together, Mm -hmm. like having people that get the same thing out of it that I do has been incredibly fulfilling, even though it can be in wildly different ways, wildly different, you know, little space ages, wildly different types of caregivers that like to help out littles in different ways. Experiencing that and watching how other littles and bigs and relationships and dynamics can work has been inspiring and it's helped me grow with my own partner, with my own fiance, and that has been so rewarding <laughs> to both of us. So I'm just really thankful for the people that I've met in this community. You make a really good point that observing other people and other people's dynamics around you, like you see things happening in ways that you wouldn't personally do it. Oh, and yeah. like not even ways that you want, but like understanding that things can be a different way means that your different way is also an acceptable mm-hmm. thing. Absolutely. So like, you're like, oh that's a weird thing, but that means my weird thing's also okay. <laughs> because they do a different weird thing. It For sure. does. It does. You still see those notions of care and connected just lives with other people. Mm-hmm. And that's that's beautiful. I love witnessing that just like as a human perspective. For sure. Thank you so much. Thank you, Bonnie. Of course. Um, Hi, I'm Lila, uh, Lila Rose, and I am a little. Hi. Hi. Um, So uh, the question we're asking is little space. What does that feel like to you? And what does that mean to you? What is the, the term little space? What is little space to you? Well, I'm still pretty new at finding that space and giving it its own space and <laughs> um, time to to be there and feel there. It's um, it's a very much less inhibited space. I have <laughs> a lot fewer of the filters that I've put in place over the years as an adult. It mm-hmm, kind of mm-hmm. gets to the bottom of that and a lot of spontaneity and a lot of vulnerability because so many Mm. of those filters that I've built are to protect my 
emotions myself from being hurt and um I feel like I feel things a lot more intensely mm, um, for sure. because I don't have my uh, my my fully de developed rational brain with all of its cognitive behavioral therapy going, <laughs> well, let's think about this okay. in a reasonable <laughs> manner. Is this an appropriately intense response? You, know, when, you just skip reasonable. Yeah, just skip reasonable. <laughs> like, well, it's a response for sure. <laughs> um, I've also found it incredibly insightful mm. after the fact to go back and look at what what caused me to feel a certain way and why and um i'm very much a psychic splunker so <laughs> going and be like i wonder what that means about <laughs> myself as a person and mm -hmm. that's often very enlightening though not always super comfortable <laughs> um my first question on all that is um you mentioned like getting it being a very emotionally intensive experience. Is that a good thing? Oh, uh, <laughs> it's a thing. I think <laughs> like basically everything in the world, it depends on how it's used. Mm -hmm. um, as someone who has developed a lot of experience in uh, making my emotions feel manageable, <laughs> being in a space where they just come and I don't really have access to the like, no, I'm going to put this on the shelf for now because I don't want to deal with it. And like, nope, you're having emotions. <laughs> um, it's being open in that way also allows things to hit a lot deeper. Like I've had many times people tell me that I'm a good and worthy person and I go, okay, thanks. That's nice. Um, having someone tell me that when I'm in a little space, there's a part of me that's like, well, I haven't learned that people are bullshit yet and I like you, so <laughs> I guess that must be true. I've got to yeah. believe that about myself, which is, um, difficult. Yeah, um, for sure. But also incredibly healing and positive to, to be in a space where that kind of sinks in i don't have all my defenses up yeah. to be like well they must be lying no they're they're an adult and they're taking care of me and they know the things so yeah a compliment is just they, a compliment right what they say is must be true um, wow i yeah. really really like that yeah. <laughs> 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 that's really good um you mentioned you are newer to the little stuff. Um, yeah. My question is in terms of like little space and um, the community. Uh, do you feel like you belong here? And have you always felt that way since being introduced to the community? <laughs> um, so as someone in the king scene, I've been in the king scene for <laughs> years. Um <laughs> Like the snake, it makes me feel so old. Um, but it was very much in the bondage and DS and sadomasochism. Mm -hmm. and, um, was certainly aware of and knew people who were in the age placing, but did not feel any like for a very long time. Was like I. I, it's valid and clearly does a lot for you. I do not understand yeah. at all. Um, and, uh, what wound up making it click for me was, uh, from the, uh, perspective of, I 
have been blessed with a brain that doesn't really want to keep me alive. So I've done a lot of therapy and learning yeah, about yeah. the internal family systems where there is a component that involves age regression and involves, yeah. um, you know, recognize parts of yourself that are a younger age and interacting with them and, you know, taking that inner child very literally. Um, for me, that was the like, oh, I get it. Yeah. That's, that's what a lot of people are doing. You <laughs> know, like, not, that's oh. not how it works for everyone, but all of a sudden. Um, and then came the point of, you know, me being a curious person, like, I wonder if this applies to me. Um, and shock, it does. Uh, <laughs> and it was really, really difficult for me because that is a part of myself that that younger, more innocent side of me that I am uh, wildly protective of mm -hmm, and yeah. given my life experiences, the way I can protect something is just by not allowing anyone access to it or yeah. allowing it to interact with the world. And turns out that's not super healthy. <laughs> um, but effective, but not healthy. Yeah. Um, and I wound up getting a few very trusted people and letting this part of myself have some say and learned a lot about myself. Little, little me is really good at doing chores. Adult me is not. <laughs> I don't understand this, huh. but... So being able to tap into that means, like, sometimes you get some stuff done a little bit sometimes more. Sometimes I get stuff <laughs> and, like, that also can be a lot easier for me to take care of myself if I frame it in, look, big me, you know, I care, I care about little me a lot Man. more than I care about me, so... Mm. Um, you know, having a foot in both roles and saying, I need to take care of, of little me. Heck yeah. Fine, I'll go take a fucking shower. <laughs> <laughs> and I, my experience in like the general kink world and little spaces, I didn't feel particularly like I belong there. Like there tends to be a lot of very chaotic energy um, and a lot of you know, some behaviors that I don't find safe. And mm -hmm. uh, I was bullied a lot as a kid. So. So like the kind of teasy side. The kind of teasy that's side. Not your, it feels your thing. Yeah. Um, and I'm not personally comfortable interfacing with the dark side yeah. of. Um, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. And like, which is, you know, part of me being really protective of that part myself because sure. adult me is dark as I go deep end and I mm, mm. but um so finding for me what really allowed me to feel like this as a community that I could be part of as a community was finding some individuals who really resonated I really resonated with and then um, one first just hanging out and really normalizing people being in little space and yeah. people mm -hmm. being caretakers sure. and, um, you know, the, the prior to that, I'd never worn little clothes. Like I'd been little, but, um, and recognizing like, oh, wow, that makes a difference. Yeah. Like all of the accessories really, they really do. They yeah. really make a difference. Um, and so on a much smaller and then you know getting up the courage to hey could i 
be in this space yeah. and um, have people accept that and express care. Um, and so for me, definitely doing the smaller scale um, with people I've already built relationships with um, and uh, I, I don't think I could have done this by, you know, going to an event, going oh, yeah. to the Littles <laughs> area and like, you know, sure. um, that, that would just be too, too much. Um, so, uh, something I really like that you said was about like internal family systems and stuff and having like, yes, that there, the, the short version is everyone's got like parts of themselves. You all have like elements that make up who you are. And like, sometimes those elements are not welcome in certain locations like when you go to work this whole like child side of you which you definitely have like everyone's got something in that that area of their 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 internal family that's mm -hmm. like hey this is my my fun loving adventures kind of playful or like needing that emotional support or like uh like that, that that's a part of everyone but um you describe being little space as a a very literal allowing that self to have space to to do things because usually as an adult you're so restrictive of that space right. you don't allow that space but allowing it to expand and allowing that s sense of self to play around in there is yeah. and yeah. to have a voice um mm -hmm. because i've definitely found you know little me the things i voice and the things i think and you know the urges i have to express myself are not the same and <laughs> Um, that's fair, no, for sure. Yeah, so much relief in being able to have time where I'm not repressing and repressing and, you know, for a very long time not even aware that that's what I'm doing. Um, as someone with ADHD, it feels very similar to when you start to unlearn masking mm -hmm. all of, you know, the behaviors that we learn to seem normal to put yeah, yeah to push under like you know oh this is how my body likes to move this feels so good it feels so freeing i have so much more energy when i'm not repressing that being able to have little time is does the same emotionally huh. um mm -hmm. that and also for me in the emotional affirmation side the concept of people not Hey, just taking care of me because that's their role and that's their job. Yeah. Um, but taking genuine delight in taking care of me um, is and and for context, I'm disabled and I require a lot of care. Um, and I'm always terrified that people are gonna be burnt out. People are gonna start resenting that I need, need so that. much assistance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I have become as wildly, you know, radically independent as I can as a, you know, defense against that and mm -hmm. sitting spot where people are, are expressing and being proactive about, could I do this? And not just because this is a thing you need, but because this is a thing that I enjoy seeing you bring joy to you yeah. and being in a space where. I can accept that as someone's role and trust that we can create boundaries that feel good for everyone. Yeah. Um, 
whereas in life I'm, you know, I don't feel like my, the people in my support system would really feel super comfortable being like, Hey, I, you know, they might say I can do less now, but I, I, yeah, it feels, yeah. yeah. The stakes are a lot higher. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, so what I'm hearing is like, in our normal everyday life, we need to be able to set boundaries and be like, ah, yeah, no, um, my boss that I work for, uh, doing this by tomorrow's, I'm going to get really stressed. So it's not going to happen. I'm going to set some boundaries here. Like, I know you need them by this day, but like, but maybe, I need, I need me time. I need, like, <laughs> uh, I'm, I am a human and I need to care for my, yeah. <laughs> Imagine an emotional, healthy world. Wow. But, uh, <laughs> Uh, that would disrupt our entire <laughs> oh, yeah. sociopolitical we, we economic have, structure. <laughs> we would definitely be having some problems. Um, okay. Yeah. So, thank you very much. Thank Absolutely. you so Thank you. I am Tonky, um, and I am a middle, little, depending. It varies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, I want to know what does little space or middle space or any of that, how does that feel? And sort of what does that mean to you? Yeah. Um, well, that one's a bit tricky with me because I don't feel like I've ever really been dropped into a little space okay. completely. Mm. But at the same time, I've sort of woven all of that into my day-to-day life. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, like, I I don't act like fully little like some people do. I sort of like skim the surface of it in okay. a way. And I'm always doing just little stuff, even when I was living with vanillas. I was just, you know, like I had my plushies on my bed. No one yeah. cared. Like, I'd... I'd just be silly and goofy, and that's, you know, a part of my little space. And so by, I guess, sort of skimming the top of it, I never really felt desperate to dive all the way in, because yeah. I've been a little bit all the time, so... That's perfectly valid, too. Yeah. That's kind of where I've been at, and I haven't really been dropped into that yet to be able to experience it, so... Um, so this sort of, as you described, like, skimming the surface of little space, um, how does that feel? And why do you think that's different from being dropped into little space? Um... Because I see, like, <laughs> when Rook is dropped into little space, yeah, she's gone. <laughs> she's just a little ball, <laughs> a little fuzzy ball, and I haven't been like that, mm-hmm. and I haven't felt that kind of, I guess, disconnect from. Because it's usually described as like two personas, mm-hmm. you disconnect from one and just sort of fall into the other one, whereas I'm just always in touch, sort of bridging both of them together. So, all right, um, so question because like your situation is very specific Mm. um do you ever feel like less of a little or not a good one quote unquote or something like that um because you don't dive into little space is that like a feeling that you've had um not anymore but sort of Mm. growing into the space seeing that that was the norm it was very confusing because i wasn't experiencing the same things that others were and i wasn't chasing the same things that others were um, most of my experience was all online, um, of course, because what I do online to make stuff, I was in touch with a lot of littles, I heard a lot of stories, like, thousands, um, <laughs> a lot, um, and there were always, I was noticing trends and things between them, people were sort of following the same sort of paths, yeah, loosely, and I was never able to slot myself into their shoes, into that spot, it never felt like a description of me, so it was always a bit strange, it was like, Am I just something else? Like, do I belong here? Like, what's hmm. going on now? And I just like, I don't care, whatever, we'll go with it. <laughs> <laughs> do okay. you have anything that you would want to say to people who maybe currently feel the way that you used to, where they don't fit into this community? I, I know there are a lot. Yeah. 
You don't have to sit in a box. Okay. Yeah, wow. That was really good. Okay, thank you. <laughs> All right, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Box can be anything. <laughs> Uh, so I'm Nephilim, uh, I'm part of the Puddlegum family, and, uh, I have, I am a big, um... Wow, rare. <laughs> <laughs> we have one, we call one of the elusive cryptids. Yeah, I am a big, um, and I have been within the fetish community now since probably my teens. Um, I have, uh, had a lot of interesting experiences both up and down uh and i i've been on kind of both sides mm. um yeah i know i know the eyebrow raise i can understand <laughs> wow. it yeah so, you just got you're such good like daddy energy like, <laughs> like you really do <laughs> anyway uh, <laughs> <laughs> um it's it's allowed for a unique perspective for sure um and because of that like it helps me figure out how to handle a little and and honestly for like how do i put this it's i it's not necessarily kind of hmm i put myself in their shoes in a way so it's, it's almost like a vicarious element mm -hmm. um and through that it helps me kind of just get a better situation for the littles i'm handling who i'm dealing with and stuff like that um as a big uh, it's just honestly really cute and enjoyable just to be around all the littles. It's the energy and the vibes you get from being around all the littles. Mm. And the thing is, too, is like when a little looks up at you and their eyes are all big and you're able to help them, like you're just <laughs> like, oh, my heart. Oh, uh, it's not a hole either. It's, well, it's, uh. <laughs> but it's, it's really nice. Um, there's something about being able to facilitate just very happy, safe environments that to me are like more priceless than anything else which uh -huh. is which is kind of like just the antithesis of why i like being a big so it's for me it's 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 not like well i must control everything it's like no, no i just want to build like a happy little space yeah. some pillow forts and some fun things and then just let the littles loose. You're playing Sims over here. Right? You're <laughs> I am playing Sims. And you're just like, I'm going to build the perfect house for these children. That's right. They have a budget. We're doing this. <laughs> That's a great anal metaphor, analogy. I don't know the difference. Yeah, but it's, it's, it, it, it totally is. It's, um, for me, it's just about creating nice spaces and just essentially having that environment. Because when I know everyone's happy and safe and they can feel like they can express themselves and however they want... It's something that is uniquely special and precious to me. So, and that to me gives me a lot of fulfillment as a big. So, um, yeah. I mean, you change pants and all that stuff. Too. That's fun. <laughs> That's you, get there. To, you, you get to embarrass them and make them wiggle and stuff. And I like that. <laughs> but yeah, it's, yeah, I just really like creating those nice environments. Like, um, like here, like for our, our excursion here, like it was just. Mm -hmm. It was so fun coming in and then just kind of, all right, we're taking over this whole place. And I'm like, how are we doing? We're moving tables. And we're planning up this. And we're doing this. And we're converting this. And it's all like, yeah. <laughs> For sure. Um, okay. I want to ask you a question that uh, I feel like maybe a lot of people wonder, like, okay. who are not part of the community. Mm -hmm. um, why would you rather in this space take on the responsibility of being a caregiver for another adult instead of just having kids? Well, hmm. 
That's a hard question. Oh my because God. I mean, like the, the, what you get yeah. out of the what you get out of being a big is yeah. also probably a lot of what parents go okay. parenting. Yeah. So why it's, choose this? I mean, in some cases, it's both. Some people, some it's, people have it's, kids and have littles. It's but. true, and some people like that dynamic and balance. For me, it's like it's great to have a little around because they can essentially be a little, have a lot of fun, be cute, bubbly, giggly you know fart make noises all that fun stuff Mm -hmm. but at the end of it it's you know there's a separation where if they need to be an adult if there's something that comes up that can happen Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. like if you know i'm hanging out with like timmy and he's seven years old and we went and played baseball all day and we had a lot of fun that's great and then we get into a car crash and timmy's the only one that's conscious and the car's on the edge of a road like you know, he can't really facilitate the higher capacity thinking needed yeah. for that situation. Mm, so you, get, you get both sides. <laughs> I know that's a weird analogy. But <laughs> no, no, but, no, I but it, yeah. it's, it's kind of like um, you you appreciate the responsibility a little can take on when they need to. In part because like they are an adult and they can yeah. be responsible for themselves. But that means that you have a really big fallback. Like there's the the... The tightrope of parenting has no safety net. No, no, um, there isn't. But it, you know that you have these relationships you can fall back and rely yeah. on should you ever need to. Yeah, yeah, like like if there's any sort of matters and stuff too, like littles can grow up <laughs> when needed, right? And if there's an emergency, we can all come together. But like another thing too is that within the community, everyone, like it's, it's like feast or famine in a way, right? It's mm-hmm. like when you find really good people... It's fantastic, right? And then there's a disparity in between for some, right? Until they can find others. But when you're surrounded by really awesome people that are there to support one another and make everyone feel comfortable, if there's an issue, a bunch of little suddenly turn into engineers and like war room <laughs> operatives. And right? they're just like, yeah. we need to solve this problem now. <laughs> so I can go back and suck my thumb over there. Like, that's how this is going to work. <laughs> the only reason we're recording this is because we were downstairs and Chloe was like, I want to go suck my thumb, but I know we have to get these recordings. I was like, go, dear. I was like, it's hanging over my head. Let's go. We need to get well, I want I want to go sit on my diaper, but that's what I want to do. Yeah. No, I got no time for this adult stuff. I need to go over there and pee myself right now. Come on, let's go. Exactly. But, um, no, I think that's, that's kind of the invaluable thing. It's like you can have the joy, the kind of maternal responsibility, the trust that a little puts in a big... To mm-hmm. take care of them and oversee them and stuff like that that's that's a very precious gift that you're given mm-hmm. right because in any power dominance situation a lot of some people for some weird reason don't realize that the dominant while dominant is in control but they are not the ones in control of the situation mm-hmm. it is always under the subs power to stop the situation if something goes beyond their limits mm-hmm. right for sure yeah and that's it, it's yeah it's it's a very special gift, hmm. right? Because you get the maternal aspects of it and the care and the true love and just those really tender moments. But you can also go out and be drinking and yeah, doing Yeah, you also get like another thing. human out of it. Yeah. Like a full human. You get, you get to kind of cheat the sister. You're like, ah, I, got, I get two people in one. Yeah, you, it is a two for one deal. It <laughs> totally is. And I'm just like, I'm cheating the system here, but this is great, you know? <laughs> Awesome. Like, yeah. Yeah. Right. So yeah, that's um, yeah, that's 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 what I get out of being a big, pretty much. It's that it's that duality of the situation, and the fact that if something happens, it's not just you there trying to figure it out. 
For right? sure. You have another person there who can help you through those situations, right? And give you a lot of different perspectives. Like, a little perspective is always going to be different than a big perspective. And yeah. the thing is, is that that in itself, um, how do I say it? The simplicity of a little's perspective at times can mm-hmm. actually be more broadening than, like, overcomplicating the situation as a big. For sure, yeah. So, uh, having a little round is also very grounding, too. Awesome. Save cool. the grounding. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so Thank much. You. You're most welcome. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm Kyle. Uh, hi, Kyle. Hi. Hi, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I identify as a boy little, I would guess. Mm-hmm, um, okay. So, but uh, I, I, my age is fluid. Oh, interesting. Yes. So, toddler to like... I don't know, early middle school, Ooh, I would say like that's 12, a big range. Ten or, yeah, like probably like two to twelve. Wow. And and, and it's it's fluid based on uh just how I feel on mm-hmm. that that's particular fair. day with, with the people I'm around also. Uh especially like uh you know, uh, chemistry with brothers and daddies and stuff like that. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah it, it changes based on chemistry with the people I'm around and then like just how I That's really yeah, interesting. How I feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you know, in each of those different age ranges there's different parts of that identity that that really appeal, right? That, so yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, oh man, I got I got questions now. All right. <laughs> um, do uh, so. You have. Um, do, do you consider yourself to have a little space that you generally get into? Like, I, I think by your definition, yes. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I'm going to assume that that what I think that is. Well, is I mean, a yeah. lot of this is uh, asking <laughs> your definitions and what that means to you, yeah, and right, also yeah. um, to expand upon the question you haven't answered. Please. But other than um, what your little space feels like, how does that change, and why is that still important as it like gravitates toward older age play or younger age play? Like, what is what are the differences, but why, why, or why, yeah. why, <laughs> why, <laughs> the real question. Especially maybe younger, mm-hmm. I go for a lot of authenticity, yeah. right? So um, uh, headspace for me is, is having all the setup, the clothes, um, the way that you interact with people okay, be yeah. as, as, as spot on um, uh, authentic as possible. I vibe with that. I yes. do that. <laughs> and then as it gets older, it's the same thing. Hmm. Okay, so let's talk about, uh, um, I don't know, fourth, fifth grade, whatever that would be, 10, 11, something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. You, you bring in Power Rangers. You bring in you got, like, um, a game advanced boy. Legos. You bring in video games. You bring in, <laughs> yes. Yep. Uh, Origins would be, there was uh, five or six. I'm playing... Uh, I think it was original Nintendo Mario or something like that. And I'm sitting there like wishing, okay, like how would I contrive to get my parents to, to diaper me or something, you know, like not, not that I wanted them involved or something. But but it was like, how, how could I, could I ask them? Uh, 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 I was not old enough to drive somewhere. Right. Right. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so now there's that middle range and I think it's all kind of, all of that kind of like blends together. That's really interesting. Yeah, yeah. and and so so uh, it's still a little space in my head. I, I like to authentically be in that, in, yeah, yeah, feel that age at that time. Yeah. Hmm. Um, <laughs> what do you think your life would be like if you didn't have your little space or didn't yeah, have that's, those that's, feelings? Yeah, that's that's really good. Um, uh, so I ran uh, Capcom 
uh, in 20, I think it was 2019 and 2020. We went to both of those. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So th those were my years. <laughs> they were good years. Yeah, those were really good years. Um, and uh, I still work with the directors now. Mm -hmm. um, I, I wouldn't be here. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and so if I didn't have that, like, I wouldn't have reached out to the community. I used to run the Milwaukee uh, Munch. Ooh. Oh, cool. And then I had house parties after that and stuff. I don't, I don't live in Milwaukee anymore, but yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, I, I think I met the cap people just by uh, coming to, I think it was like the fifth CapCon or something like that. And um, we just, you know, I think it was over like a, a game of magic or something like that. <laughs> like it, magic is our golf. Right, it's 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 you know people go businessmen go golfing and yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. so magic is like our golf and, and then and then I got brought in and 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 we started working together and yeah so so without the little space like like I wouldn't have been able to affect the local munches in the way that I have I, I, I yeah so and I, what yeah. about like your personal life or like you as a person how do you yeah, that yeah so obviously different? like stress relief I mean mm, that's yeah. that's 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 a lot of people so yeah I was thinking more broadly like outside of myself but yeah for me. Yeah, stress relief, um, and then, like I said, authenticity. Um, uh, it, it is a core part of my identity. Okay. Identity, sexuality. Um, uh, I would not be as happy without completely embracing it in all those forms. I think that's a mood. I, I absolutely <laughs> yes. love that. Yes. Authenticity is one of those things that growing up, um, I, I've leaned a lot more into, and I yeah. definitely attribute so much of that to my littleness and just being able to take um take from my little feelings of authenticity and, and, and putting them into my more professional or grown-up self and and i feel like i'm a better person and i feel like more me i feel more yes so, you, you mentioned work um at a previous job i, I had just one of the um uh, i don't know if it was like a office administrator or something come up uh -huh. to me and be like i love how much playfulness you bring to the office <laughs> And it wasn't that I was like wearing little clothes to the office or something like that. Mm -hmm, like right. it was just like being yourself. I, yeah, t maybe a tad bratty towards the boss that we all didn't <laughs> like, um, or or I don't know. Just I had playful stuff at my desk, uh -huh. um, and I would just respond to people in um, maybe a more little way. But like somehow I found a way to to smash that in with with what I do professionally. I don't. Yeah, because I was just being me. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I think that's yeah. really awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so, so much. These thank were really you. good thank answers. You. Yes. Hello, I am Chloe, and I am a little. Hi, Chloe. Um, the question is simple-ish. What is little space to you? What does that feel like? Okay, so to me, it's like, uh, it's like, this is going to be weird, it's like playing like a tabletop game. It's like I get to just jump on in and be someone who's kind of myself, but not really, and experience things through like a different lens. And I get to be like safe and like comfortable and happy while I do that. And like tabletop, it's an escape from like my normal stressors and my, my normal difficulties. And it's like a place of like comfort. So when you say tabletop, it's like D&D style games, right? Yeah, I don't play like traditional D&D anymore. I play like Pathfinder. But yeah, I in that same setting, I, I throw myself in. I, it's really funny. I actually think I'm a better tabletop player because I'm so used to being like little and like like changing my mindset and stuff. Because like it is like an active 
mindset change? If you ask me the same question when I'm like in little space and not, I'll give you two different answers because like I'm looking at things differently. I'm I'm changing my my schema, you know? So what is different do you do you think? In in terms of like when you're playing a character mm-hmm. in a in a, a tabletop game, um Obviously, you're playing character. You got a mm-hmm. lot of your values are changed, and you kind of like manufacture that. This is not like a manufactured yeah. thing so much as like another side of you. What are those key differences? Okay, so the most important one is that I can't just turn it off. If I'm at the the tabletop table, I can just like stop and turn it off and be like, okay, I'm I'm good. Man, that was an intense scene, but like in little space, it's it's more ingrained than that. Like I can't just turn it off. Something bad happens and I start crying because I'm a I'm a whiny toddler. I I can't just like stop doing that right away. It's it's like like if there's too much momentum. Hmm. Do you think that if you played more tabletop games or you had like a little character in tabletop, you wouldn't need your personal little space? No, <laughs> I don't think that at all. <laughs> there's still like a big delineation um, between like the tabletop experience and little space. It's just a convenient, like, comparison, but, like, my little space is, like, part of me. It's, like, this this etched-out-in-stone important part of me mm-hmm. that I I don't have as much control over as I do in a tabletop game. Like, I'm a I'm the god of a tabletop character. Like, I, I architect their story. But often, my little space architects my story. So... <laughs> so... You relating littleness and little space to characters in a game. Mm-hmm. Um, usually, when you you play that character in a game, you put some of yourself into it, but yes. it's 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 uh, decidedly not you. How does that look with little space? So, for me, it's like I, I really, as a person, delineate my personality into like 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 categories and like chunks like a pie graph or something like that Mm. and little space is a sizable chunk of that like it is just a part of my personality and me it's not always the part that's showing through but it's it's always there whereas like i stop playing my D &D character and like i think about them and the narratives i want to explore with them but they're not there in that pie graph anymore the concept of tabletop is but not like that character that makes sense Mm -hmm. is there anything else important about little space to you that you want to share I think, besides all the talk about tabletop and, like, what it is, I think it's really important for, like, connections. Like, I am able to make some of the most unique relationships and connections because of my little space and in my little space and through my little space because, like, our little friends, I've had some of the, like, most heartfelt touching moments that I can't experience without my little space and I'll always have those memories with those friends and they brought us closer together and like with my my mommy like it's such an important unique part of our relationship like I I our relationship wouldn't be the same without it and I'm sure we'd be happy and like wonderful and everything like we already are but like it's it's so important to it that it really defines it and like all my relationships cool thank you very much Thank you. Hi, I'm Annie. I am a switch and actually, I think that might be it. That's it, right? Yeah, that's fine. (laughs) Um, Thanks for being here. Uh, Okay, so as a switch, um, first question is, do you have a little space? Yes, I do. Okay. What is that like? It's 
very odd sometimes because there's times where like you're super dominant and super mommy and then like my little space goes like very very like next to like rock bottom (laughs) (laughs) um what is what does it feel like to be in little space for you or like maybe what does it look like for someone else to see you in little space for me it's mainly just like the brain space of just like no thoughts like all those like adult like worries stresses everything just like disappear and you just like play with like your stuffy or in my case giggle at ceiling fans (laughs) (laughs) um you also mentioned that being a switch um you have a a big space is is that do you have a big space yes so i am also a mommy to a little what does that feel like what do you get what do you get out of being a mommy instead of like as a little I'm, i'm like why would i want to be a caregiver um what do you get out of it what does that mean to you So for me, it's more of seeing them get like really low to like normally where I am with like Mm -hmm. my little space, being able to take someone and put them into that headspace and get them like super plushy, super little, you know, the little like stuffed animal behind the face. Yeah, yeah. All that is just super amazing. So you get a lot of just fulfillment for bringing about that joy in others. Do you find um do you find that being a little helps you be a better caregiver? I definitely say that we have the upper hand. <laughs> I don't know if it's a contest, but I definitely say that we might be I'm not going to say better. Yeah, yeah, but there's an advantage there. There's definitely an advantage. We can push the right button. That's for sure. <laughs> um all right, that's Thank you so much. Thank you so much for being here. Um, No problem. Hi, my name is Jasmine Starshine, and I am a little. Hi, Jazzy. Hi, Jazzy. Hi, it's good to be back. Also known as our our sister podcast host from Dear Jazzy. That's me. Um, So, Jazzy, we want to ask uh, Little Space. It's very unique for different people. What does Little Space mean to you? What does that look like for you? Little Space for me is basically my uh, my modem operandi um my my brother tonky is described by my family as always being in some semblance of small space and that's something i really uh i really identify with um there's definitely times where i can put on like the guise of adulting to you know do my job and Mm -hmm get done when I need to get done, but the default state is going back to that childlike wonder and that innocence and approaching life with uh, that youthful vigor. That And that's something I've very actively chosen to focus on. Okay, so what does that, how, what does that look like from like uh, the perspective of someone else looking in at you? How, how, how do you keep this littleness with you all the time? What does that look like? Um, it's 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 not really like a conscious effort to keep it with me. Mm-hmm. It's more of a letting go, right? Interesting. Ooh, okay. It's more of a letting go of the uh, of of those norms, right? Letting go of expectations. And I, over the years, as I've uh, discovered and grown to accept my autism, I found that those things are very incredibly intertwined. Okay. Like all my stems 
wouldn't you know, I can solve with all of my baby things. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Baby Rattle's a great stim toy. <laughs> it's a fantastic stim toy. And um, what do you think life would be like if you didn't have your littleness? How dark can I be? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's like the answer, right? That's a really good answer. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. No. Um, hmm. um, I'd either be on a lot of drugs or I'd be dead. And that's that's just flat out. I think a lot of people can connect with that. Little stuff's really important. Little yeah. space can be really important in all the different shapes that it takes. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, um, a lot of people know that I was a professional musician for a really long time. And in that world, you know, you either you sink or you swim and you have to keep moving. Mm -hmm. And for me, I found that my littleness is what was able to keep me moving when a lot of my peers were turning to really hard substances so okay, it's a it's yeah. a hard life and having being able to uh balance that with the softness and the innocence and the the serenity really the absolute peaceful bliss and serenity of little space really even that out okay wow thank you so thank much thank you so much thank you for having me we love you happy 200 episodes <laughs> Hi, my name is Jesse. I uh, am a little. I identify as a little gremlin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would agree with that. <laughs> um, as a little, do you feel like you have a little space? I do feel like I have a little space. Okay. Can you tell us what that's like for you? How do you define your little space? What's it? How is it? What's it look like? My little space for me is something that's like. Um, it feels kind of like a heat map where sometimes I'm feeling just a little bit littly and mm. other times I can sink really, really deep and it's almost like a euphoric sort of high for me. Okay. What does this look like? Like, um, say someone else was watching you, observing you, being little. What is different to your little space versus just your everyday life? How do you act differently? I would say I'm definitely a lot more spacey when I'm in little space. Hmm. Um, if someone's interacting with me, I probably slur my words a little bit. Um, and t it takes me a little bit longer to get uh, to the point of what I'm saying. Um, but it's just a natural sort of occurring thing. It's not something I ever put any effort into. Interesting. Um, what is important about your little space? What's important about my little space is that it gives me uh, a reprieve in my, uh, not just in my mind, but in my heart mm -hmm. of uh, a place where I don't really need to think about anything or worry about anything. And I can just sort of block everything out. I'm able to put up sort of mental um, blinders on either side uh, of where I'm walking. And I only have to worry about what's ahead of me. Huh. versus anything else. And how does that help you be a gremlin? <laughs> it really helps me be a gremlin because I can focus on specifically whatever my target is. Yeah, like you could just say like Chloe like half the time. Usually <laughs> usually the target is Chloe, but in in my defense you are sort of my unofficial rival. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Uh, you know, it just means that, um... When she got a Pokemon, you got the oh, Pokemon that's okay. strong against yeah, her. Yeah, 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 so I always beat her up. Yeah, well, no, I think I like to go power level my Pokemon in the grass, and then <laughs> I'm able to surprise you on the boat. Oh, okay, that's exciting. I can't wait for the boat times. Um, what do you think your life would be like if you were not little? 
what would my life be like? That is a really hard question. Yeah, um, it is. It's hard because it's something I've never considered, which is kind of strange. Okay. Um, my life would probably be very different just because I've interacted with little like stuff so much throughout mm-hmm. my life. Um, I don't know if it has a huge bearing on where my identity would be uh, today, but I don't think I would be happier in any regard if I wasn't a little. Um, I think I would hope that that version of me would have some sort of a different way of finding outlets Mm. um, to feel relaxed, but it's a version of me that I wouldn't want to be. Oh, okay. That's fair. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. Hi, I'm Eve, and uh, I guess I identify as Jessie's mommy. Yeah. She's a gremlin. And big gremlin. You have a hard job. I'm the big gremlin, too. Her (laughs) little gremlin. Oh, so she gets it from you. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she got it from me. Um, as littles, we often, uh, have the, the concern of, like, what are, are our characters getting out of this? Yeah, like, why are they doing this? Like, well, like especially want to make sure that we are, are doing, uh, our part as, as partners. Like, we want to make sure that we're being supportive <laughs> from a mommy's perspective. Um, what do you get out of being Jessie's mommy? I mean, I get to see her be, like, just uniquely happy in a way that she isn't in other aspects of life, you know? Just kind of, like, you know, no thoughts head empty, just, like, enjoying mm-hmm. being just, like, a little gremlin, you know? <laughs> Letting me take care of, like, her worries. I get a lot of, like, taking care of people, so I think oh, yeah. that's kind of a big thing Definitely. for me, you know? Um, do you think that little stuff has uh, affected your relationship at all? And how? I mean, I think it has, like, it definitely forced us to communicate, like, a lot more and learn mm-hmm. how to do that, because I, I don't, I wouldn't probably be in the scene if it weren't for her. That's fair. Um, so it's really kind of, like, we've had to negotiate, like, boundaries and kind of, like, things that she needs and things that I need, because, like, obviously, like, she knew about it before entering the relationship, yeah. and I needed, like, I didn't, you know, so it's kind of, like, we came out on, like, different levels, and, you know, and I think that's just really helped our ability to communicate. For sure. I think that's like a really common experience and not everybody makes it through that communication stage so did jesse ever tell you how i found out that she was a little no <laughs> okay it's really funny so right when we first started dating right mm-hmm. what was it 2016 i think um tumblr made likes public yes. <laughs> and I, remember that. I think i was like there when the update happened right yeah. like my app updated I'm, I'm a gremlin i looked likes. at every single one of my friends and jesse's likes and guess who actually liked a lot of diaper pics <laughs> <laughs> and i was like what is this <laughs> and i was like really intrigued at first you know and i was like so i did like a little bit more research you oh, know that's, that's terrible as a little hearing that <laughs> Terrible. Isn't that horrifying? Yeah. <laughs> the fact that something like that could happen. And, and you do your own research. Ooh. Yeah. I think that nowadays having like someone do their own research into little stuff is a lot better because like f- back in 2016 yeah. and oh. earlier, it might uh-huh. not have been as is um you know uh, approachable. Not, yeah, approachable is <laughs> a great word. Oh yeah. Well, luckily Jesse had liked a lot of like really friendly like oh, this is what good. being a little is. So as I was I was doing the research wow. as I was scrolling through her likes. Yeah. Oh. Well, that's yeah. awesome. And then I kept it to myself for a while. And then... <laughs> what? I, no, no, no. I accidentally found the diapers in her nightstand. <laughs> what? 
Oh my gosh, this is such a story. <laughs> were you were you like looking for? I just I knew that they were there is okay, the thing. Okay. And I knew that she like didn't know how to tell me and I was like, no, like I'm okay with it, you know, yeah, like you can yeah. tell me. So I was just kind of like, oh, what are those? And maybe, you know what? <laughs> I probably could have done it better, but that's but that was, just the that's way I good. operate. Like, you know? That sounds like an ABDL story. <laughs> that's that's like awesome. <laughs> you you should have like a like a story a short story just yeah. about it. I mean that idea is for free for anybody who wants it. <laughs> Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much. It's been great. (laughs) Yeah, of course. Hi, I'm Miss Lemon, and I'm Chloe's mommy. Hi, Hi, Miss Lemon. Hello, children. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. um, As a mommy, do you have, like, a big space? The same way, like, a little might have a little space. Yeah, I think so. I think I'm in it more than, like... Chloe's in a little space though probably because I'm always kind of taking care of her anyway (laughs) that's not true (laughs) continue (laughs) um well what does that feel like and how does that kind of differ from like your day-to-day feelings I don't know it's like it comes from a place of like more intimate caring I guess than uh normal like I care about my friends like I care about you but oh thanks yeah um but like when she's my baby I feel a lot more like viscerally caring I think is the right way to put it like if she trips or something and I'm not really in like mommy mode I'm like oh no honey but if she trips and I'm in mommy mode I will totally probably like be like oh my god I need to kiss your boo-boo and give you a band-aid and help you you know so, um, did you have this sort of mommy mode prior to dating Chloe? Not really, but I've always kind of been like the mom of the friend group sort of person mm. anyway. Um, before I knew Chloe was a little, I still wanted to dote on her and stuff. Like, it's kind of just how I've always been. So this is kind of like um, an avenue for you to amplify that. Totally. It's like an outlet for <laughs> you to take take your your friend uh, mom energy and like really just top notch. Yeah. Okay. It's just, I don't know. It's a lot more rewarding with a little. With your friends, like they kind of end up like expecting it. It's like your role, you know. Mm. But with a little, even if they expect it, they still feel really like loving and stuff about it because you're there. You're their CG. I'm her mommy. You know, Chloe. Do you have any questions for your mommy? Uh, it's I do. It's it's hard because it's like I have those like questions every little has of like oh, yeah okay of, like, ask one but of them. they're like self serving good good <sighs> okay it's like why 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 do you why do you like it uh, am I am I being is it is it okay. <laughs> Is it okay? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Well, why do you like it? Um. I mean, very personally, I cannot stand real children. <laughs> <laughs> I know that. I say it so lovingly. I'm sure they're great. The second the sticky is there, I'm out. <laughs> However. With with a baby like Chloe, she may be a crybaby, 
she may need cleaning up Mama. multiple times a day. But in the end, if I say, honey, I do not have the spoons to be your mommy, she can say, okay, good thing I'm actually a consenting adult. <laughs> I, and that's that fair. is super reassuring because it means I can do all the fun baby things, but like, um, I can also have not. my space. Yeah. yeah. Um, Can't turn off an actual child. Exactly. Not yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... But also, I I don't know. I just really like it. Like, uh, it's warm and fuzzy. Um, it it feels. I don't know. It's just like love personified in an action. That's in cute. my opinion. Like, I I don't think I could go back to not being a a CG or something. That's cute. So, this episode is for people who want to understand little space and big space better um, understand the roles that we take on an age play um, speaking of someone who once didn't really have this big space speaking to an audience of people who might be coming here and learning about this for the first time do you have anything that you would want to say to them I think as long as you can be open to like just caring for someone else, which sometimes is easy and sometimes is hard. But as long as that's not something you super like cringe away from, I think you can get a lot out of this, even if you don't think you will. Even if you're like, well, I mean, that's crazy. My my partner wants to be a baby and cry or whatever. Like I would never, but like, just think about it for a second. If your partner wasn't a little, but they were crying, you would want to comfort them. And if they said, I really want my stuffed animal and blankie, you'd probably get it for them. If they're a little and they're crying and want their stuffed animal and blankie, like it's the same thing, but you can also kind of coo with them and like be cutesy and, and love you with them. It's it's just, I don't know, it's just really soft. As long as you think you like soft things, I think you can find a really good place in it. Hmm. Cool. Thank, Thank you, you very much. much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I am Ruka Puddlegum. I am a smalls. Um, so you identify as a little, right? Yes, I do. And I wanted to know. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I can't. You ask if she identifies as a little. She's sitting here like, like, like Wobbling wiggling back. Around, yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, but um, what does being little feel like to you, and what does it mean to you? It feels like a whole lot of things a lot of the time, all at once. Um, <laughs> I saw that movie. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it feels. <laughs> so, uh, most of the time, it's a lot about safety and comfort and mm. uh, stitching back pieces together. But sometimes it can feel really scary. And sometimes it can feel that all at once. And mm. that can be fun. Um, but I think at the end, it's really just about, like being whole and that's always a lot of different things at the same time and that's okay okay and why is it important to you to have this part of your life to be little and have um, moments like that it gives me everything <laughs> <laughs> it's the thing that keeps me going it's the thing that makes it through a hard week it's the thing that helps me work through my past it's mm. a thing that helps me connect with my friends and my relationships it is a guiding post and it is a warning and it is so many things put together and i couldn't imagine anything different 
Okay, awesome. One of the things we're bumping into with the question of what is little space and what is being little is um, how there are so many differences. So quick question, how is your little space or your being little different than most of the other people that you know? Oh, that's a good one. Um, I get really, really small sometimes. Like, <laughs> yeah, like you're, you're tiny, one of the smallest, I know. <laughs> tiny infant small sometimes. And uh, it took me a long time to wrestle with that because that's not something you see in everyone or even a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, How does but, that look different for you versus other people? Um so a lot of people are very activity oriented when they're little there are things they want to do there are things that they want to experience there are uh interactions that they want to have um when i get that that little um it is more about i'm gonna say the break because that's not really the right word but more about just the ability to step away from all of the stronger sensations Uh and really just kind of reach a deep state of relaxation Mm. and that gives me the vulnerability to let other people take care for me in a deeper way than i would normally be okay with letting people do so it's like almost meditative it is very meditative (laughs) and when i am done and i kind of come back from that on the other side i'm usually quite refreshed and have a lot more ability to help other people or connect with other people and it gives just more energy to get back and do more things cool awesome thank Thank you so much hi i'm mz um i'm a little and uh yeah and some of you know me from the discord probably um and yeah hi i'm so happy to be on the usual but this is so cool Uh, so we mostly just want to ask a uh, question or two about little space and what that means to you. So um, our first question is pretty much, what does little space feel like for you? So I guess it's weird. Um, being little is kind of a combination of things, but it's about being loved and cared for. It's about mm-hmm. self-love. It's about self-care. Um, it's about casting off the worries of adulthood and not having to be, um, I guess not having to be a version of myself that is responsible for things that are outside of my control Mm. or to be anxious about things that are too hard for me, basically. And I can cast off those worries and I can just be small and and loved and I can love myself in that space. So, um... Something you said there uh, from a therapeutic lens, Um, (laughs) like the idea of being able to set aside things that you cannot control is a big problem for um, pretty much everyone. Um, Mm -hmm. So (laughs) how is it that like little space is um, really supporting that in uh, a way that just like some might be like, well, you just figure out what you can control and can't control just like figure it out you don't need to be a baby in order to figure that out (laughs) so what what's the difference what's the support you get here well i think it's because it's very hard to give yourself permission to not care about things that you're supposed to care about Mm -hmm. like i think like a lot of people that you've had on the show and like both of you like i'm a person who has a lot of professional responsibilities and personal responsibilities Mm -hmm. and i also have a lot of like core anxiety i think like <laughs> what a mood yeah right 
And so I think it's one of those things where it's just like, I, um, I'm often anxious about things that I can't control. And it's like a performance of things that allows me to be a better version of myself. Mm. Um, mm. I don't know. I think a lot, like, I know kids often go into regressive states, right? From a therapeutic point of view. Yeah, when sure. they're, um, Emotions get too high. Or... Yeah. And like as adults, it's very, it usually that's wrong. Like society tells us that we can't do that. And mm -hmm. like being little is like permission to go back and use those coping strategies that you've built since babhood. Is that a word? Yeah. Um, yeah. No, for sure. Yeah, legally. Yeah, yeah. It's in the dictionary. dictionary. Professional. Webster yeah. coined it. It's yeah. Mr. Webster. <laughs> Mr. Webster. <laughs> I'm so glad that it's in his dictionary. Yeah. I'm so glad I was right. That's what little space is about. It's always being right. <laughs> <laughs> um, you mentioned having to like mask and kind of like put on these, like put, put on a presentation of um more things that you like hiding parts of yourself and, and, putting on an expression to better get through certain situations, especially from professional ones. I totally get that. Um, do you think that little space is closer to your self without masks or is that another role you put on? Oh yeah. I mean, I, 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 I often like, I think I've written about this, like to people who've seen me on the discord. I think I say this a lot, but I think, um, I think I'm always a little bit little. <laughs> I think adulthood is the mask that I'm putting on. Mm -hmm. It's very hard, especially if you're like in a caring profession, to care for others. Um, and those are skills that they teach you. Like if you are a therapist, right? Or a teacher or a nurse, those are skills they teach you. Mm -hmm. And every day you have to like gear yourself up for those things. And maybe that's not true for everybody, but like for me, that's not a natural thing to do. And little space is a space where I can be selfish and um, just be me and not worry about how I'm perceived by others, including by myself, because I think there's a lot of self-judgment when you're trying to be a good adult. For sure. Um, okay. Now, I, I have another question. I guess, <laughs> I don't know why I'm really funneling in on, on your no, stuff, because I think I identify with it very strongly, but... Um, my question is, if you were given the opportunity to basically be in little space all the time and not have any responsibilities for anything else, and all of that is is just away, is that something that you would want? Oof. Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's, that's the, like, cruel kind of, uh, like paradox that's presented like in Sophie and Pudding stories. Like, yeah, 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 no, I got you. <laughs> like, because the question is, um, you know, yeah, I mean, if somebody offered me the chance to be little all the time, I think that my gut reaction would be like, heck yeah, oh, yeah I want to be little all the time. <laughs> I hate being big. Let me give up um, adult responsibilities. I don't know if that would be fulfilling, though. Exactly, and yeah. That's... That's, that's a complicated thing because, like, I think that there's a mix of difficulties that make things fulfilling. Mm -hmm. And I think putting on that mask and being like a good adult, doing things that are the right thing to do, like living up to your values, mm -hmm. like those, those are, those are ways of, of self-fulfillment that meet a different sort of need than little space does. Like the idea that you are wanted and a part of like the broader like world 
community, I think, right. is important to, to all of us, right? Yeah, right. for sure. So it's like kind of a weird thing that the thing that I use for self-care seems really appealing. It's like asking <laughs> somebody if they would want to be on vacation all the time. Yeah. If you asked me if I wanted to be on vacation all the time, I would also say yes. I'd say, I hate working. I never want to work again. But I'd also <laughs> probably get really bored. <laughs> yeah, for um, sure. And it would suck at a certain point. <laughs> totally with me, yeah. I think um, what you said earlier about the idea of permission is really interesting because it's like work is work and you aren't given the permission to have a good time most of the time. Like that's, you know, it's like you, you work is, is for work and like it's not for play, you know? Um, and even if you really love and enjoy your job, it's still, there's responsibilities that are put in that that basically mean that there are parts of you that you have to turn off. And I mean, this is true for anyone, not just littles. Um, so maybe if there wasn't such a strict delineation between little behaviors and being a quote unquote responsible member of society, mm -hmm. maybe this, it wouldn't be so much like, there wouldn't be such a huge drive for needing it to be its own space, you know, like it's its yeah. own thing because you, you have permission in your day to day. You have permission from work and I'm not saying be little at work, but I'm saying like, <laughs> man, society should chill out. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I mean, there are definitely little tendencies that I bring to work and I mean, that's not that they don't influence my capabilities to do my job in the slightest. And mm -hmm. I love my job, but yeah, there, there's, there's definitely certain things that certain professions don't have permission to do. And little space is a way of getting that permission for yourself in your own time. Well, and I guess I, I, I would have a couple of things that I would say in response to that. Because yes, I think please. you're right. Yep. Like, first, as an adult, where are you ever given permission to play? Right? Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. Play is mm -hmm. fundamental to the way that all humans interact with one another, and it is our earliest form of communication, self-love, and our strategy for dealing with the world around us. And somehow you like hit adulthood and people are like, nope, no more play for you. And it's like, uh, <laughs> why? Yeah. why is that? And I think the second thing is, it's taken me a long time to come to this point. Um, I've talked a lot with my therapist about this, and she's great. Um, thanks, Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening. If you're listening. Um, but, like, when I, like, discovered I was a little, I don't know if you discover that you're a little, but, yeah, like, you know, you do, but, yeah. you know, when I first yeah. understood that this was a thing that was different the, from the way that... The eureka moment. <laughs> yeah, when I was like, hi, shoot. <laughs> like, there's, there's this thing where, you know... You think that you are burdened when you are little. You think that it is bad. Yeah. And I think that that's programmed very strongly into all of us. This idea that being little, being cared for, being loved unconditionally, like asking people to do things for you, like change your diapers or feed you or whatever it is, uh -huh. that that is, that that's a burden. But it's, it's not. And it's taken me a long time to realize that when you are little, you are bringing a different perspective. And you're, 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 it's a gift that you're giving the world when you are small. Mm -hmm. um, you see things that other people don't. You find joy in things that other people don't. You bring other people joy. You find, way, find ways to communicate through playfulness and to do something positive for the world and give something positive to the world that they otherwise wouldn't be able to give. Hmm. So, awesome. All right, thank you very much. Thank, thank you so you. much. All right. All right, hi, I'm Alexi. I, she, her, 
You may know me from such things as Capcom. The founding Capcom, yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> you may not. But um, for my identity, I tend to go I, ABDLH player general. Um, really in like the almost newborn space okay so kind of like zero to six months itch ish itty bitty yeah that kind of kept getting lower and lower over the years (laughs) it was like i was like oh yeah i'm like two and i'm like no i'm like one and then i'm like no no i'm not oh that's a thing okay So. so do you find that you have a little space that you get into whatever that means to you yes okay i definitely at least I did for a long time. Um, and it used to be very easy to slip into. And it's very interesting seeing the difference in perspective. Huh. Um, over the years, it's definitely been harder to get into. But there is definitely a distinct difference. Okay. Um, what is what is that like to you? What does that mean to you? That, that ability to become little and have that space for you? Um, okay, so when I'm in that space, it's, it's like I said, difference in perspective. Suddenly it's like everything changes from processing as an adult to processing as a child, mm-hmm. I guess. Huh. Everything's new. It's everything's, there's still things to explore. I really like that, yeah. I, um, I always make sure that I start on the floor because <laughs> <laughs> looking up changes all the perspective. That's a good point. That's so and never thought of and like it's funny because as in my regular life i hate being restrained i hate all these other things when i'm in little space i'm like just just lock me away (laughs) so i'm forced to look some way and do the thing and ignore me because i'm too little to know anyway that's really cute Wow, it's really interesting. A lot of the answers that we've gotten about little space are um, about getting a lot of attention and, mm-hmm. and being um, a part of things in, in that way. And you have this much more passive approach of just like, no, I just want to exist in that space and have that be okay. Yeah, it's been, it took me a second to like, and by that I mean just a time to figure out what it meant. And it really just, more I become a part of other people's experience in that as compared to being direct because I've never really had a partner or anything involved in any of this so it's always been just me getting there and when I'm there if other people are around they're also in whatever space they get into and because I'm always the littlest I just become a part of that and enhance their experience I really like that's so cute that's all I got. Yeah, so. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. It was a really interesting new yes. perspective that we're not getting. So No problem. Thanks. Thank Anytime. you. Hi, I'm, well, I'm Oya. I go by... Well... <laughs> all right, <laughs> okay. just going to talk. So I go by Oya in the community. Um, I've forgotten what else to say. Oh, um, what's your uh, sort of role within the community? Um, I would say that I'm a mommy dumb. I'm not mm. like... A hard dumb, but and I do have a sub side. I wouldn't say a little side, okay. not age play, but I do have a submissive side. Okay. So switch, but mostly mommy dumb, like nine times out of ten. All right. Dumb. So, um, what does that sort of like mommy caregivery space feel like to you? Why do why do you do it? Why? Why choose to be that instead of baby? I mean, we're, we're baby, yeah. and that's pretty great. It's, so it's a it's a pretty charmed life. So sell us on this whole like being a mommy dad. I mean, for me, it's so my love languages are 
physical touch but also acts of service so I really like to do things for people I like to look after them I like to take care of them within a kind of vanilla relationship that can only go so far I like to huh. really take mm. care of some like it's hard to explain no yeah, yeah I like to feel needed and I think there's something really powerful about being needed in that way in a very intimate way about having to take care of someone I don't want actual kids because there are times where I need to go, please not right now. You can't do that with a, you know, an actual yeah. baby, but with a, an age play baby. Yeah, you, you can, if you need to, just chill and just, like last night when I got too high. Yeah, and then suddenly, like, they're back and they're, they're ready to take care of you. Which it just always can be, because, you know, you, you feel like you are you shouldn't be the one that's being cared for. Like, well, they, they're, they're the baby. Stop. But obviously, everyone needs that. Yeah. No one doesn't really care. Um, so for me, it's that um, I really like to take care of people. And I really like the intimate, all-consuming care of just maybe a little bit of control within a healthy level. Because obviously I'm not going to live someone's life for yeah. tick to charge. But also, yes. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. I have a question. Yes. Um, so this sounds like a lot of work. Like, I mean, obviously very fulfilling work because you really enjoy doing it, but um, do you ever feel like being this, like, mommy-dom is too much work for you? Or, or do you ever feel like you don't get the same attention or energy in return that, that you give out to others? So, I don't necessarily do it for it to be reciprocated, but I am very physically affectionate, mm -hmm. which is why I... I love Ruka so much because she's super physically affectionate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Tonki is as well in a different terms, but so we get along really well. Nif as well can be really great as well. Within the relationship me and Nif are developing, it's not I'm not the mommy dom in that scenario. <laughs> no, I don't find that it's like first I don't think it's reciprocal. I don't necessarily do it because I want something back. I just like to do that. It mm -hmm. feels good. It feels like me. But also what I want back when I want something back is just affection. Is just to have that sense of like someone needs me, someone wants me a little mm -hmm. bit, and that can maybe ties into complex psychological stuff. And, <laughs> huh. Yeah, no, I yeah. <laughs> just because someone else's needs are a certain thing, it doesn't mean your needs are yeah. that, and you yeah. can provide those needs, and while providing that, actually fulfills a part. I'm of you. quite capable of looking after myself. Weirdly enough, especially when there's someone else who I'm looking after, and huh. maybe not like, all-encompassing, like, but but to a certain like, obviously, it it's like um, it's like parents. Parents yeah. have to make sure that they take care of themselves, mm -hmm. their own bodies, their own like um, mental health, because by doing so, it ensures that they are able to take care of their kids more efficiently and for longer. So, in a way, taking care of like littles. Um, you have to take care of yourself. You have to make sure that you are also okay because they need you to be okay. Mm -hmm. I think the thing is there is that's why like, I don't, like, you can't always be on, so to speak. Like, I think a certain level of soft underlying dominance can always be there, but there are going to be times where it's like, I need you to just be a little bit more grown up and we chill. Maybe yeah. you help. <laughs> Maybe you be nice to me. <laughs> you, know, you brush my hair. <laughs> Which is fine. No, I so I get where you're coming from. I do think that, like, for me at least, there's always a certain level of soft dominance, of especially like mother yeah. henning kind of type thing. 
if that's is that an Irishism? Like I don't think. No, 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 that's a thing. <laughs> but um, I think like, I can always sort of have like it's just natural to have a like a soft level, but like maybe like some of the stuff happening this weekend, that would be more of a a special occasion, like. You know what I mean? Yeah, for like, sure. Like, with, with Ruka, it is usual that she's going to get a bedtime story, but she's going to get her pum <laughs> That's That's easy. That's chill. That helps me relax, because she's there and she's warm. And that's so cute. So <laughs> sweet, and, and she's so adorable. But obviously, there won't be, like, there's a scene going on downstairs, and that, obviously, that would not... Obviously, is a yeah. special occasion thing, because we're here, and there's loads of people. But, um, yeah, I for what I want out of things, is I just want stability and to be like wanted to a certain level mm. and I'm I'm good with that in a kind of ABDL yeah that's that's it then okay <laughs> thank, <laughs> thank you thank you so much thank you I feel like I was a bit meandering but oh no you're, you're, <laughs> you're great. great you're fantastic wonderful right, thank you so much yep. I am Lyra I am a little hi Lyra hello so today we want to ask you what little space is to you. What does that feel like? What does it look like? What is it? What is it? Well, well what is it for you? <sighs> I don't. I think it's one of those things. Actually, kind of interesting. It's one of those things that I think evolves over time as you discover more and more of who you are and what it means to you. Definitely. Like in the, I remember when I started just like two or three years ago. Um, you know, I felt like I was faking it a little every time like oh this is what I should be doing mm -hmm. but um I don't know so nowadays though like I think it's a little bit more defined um for me personally it's really a sense of mm, having your zone of responsibility shrink and what I mean by that is you know like in our day-to-day -day, um in our big girl lives like we're responsible for lots of stuff right like um, our relationships other people um, hobbies jobs whatever there's all sorts of things that like we need to do so for me little space is when everything shrinks back and I can't control anything and it's very freeing in that way like it's a really similar feeling to me of like being really mindful and present in the moment so taking that responsibility and reducing it to um, kind of cut out all of these bigger more grander elements of responsibility in your life at least you know temporarily for the moment do you are you afraid that that's dangerous or like that you're going to do something wrong by dropping these responsibilities yeah um that's the story of my life <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think, like, that's where trust and repetition, I think, really come into play here. Like, uh, you are what you practice, right? So, um, if you can practice getting into those things and knowing that, like, you know, um, this sense of responsibility can end your control of, like, when you can come out of it. And, like, it doesn't mean that you're shirking everything. Mm -hmm. it just means for now you are recharging. Um, and I think that like helps a lot is just getting used to the fact that maybe other people enjoy seeing me baby sometimes. Do you find it hard to be little? <sighs> I 
sometimes um it really comes and goes i think based on how strung out i am um it's like sometimes you're so strung out that it's really easy to be baby and other times you're too strung out for even that you know like it kind of wraps around um i think like i don't know not to be too sappy or anything but i mean um being with you i think has definitely made it a lot easier for me to kind of like accept this part of myself and work on it um so i definitely find it like easier than i did maybe like a year or two ago that's cute is the transition to little space an active decision or a passive one does it just happen or do you have to make it happen i think it's a little bit of both for me um People joke about like knocking someone into little space and uh, like sometimes just like the right comment at an unexpected time is so disarming that like it makes you feel those kind of wiggly little feelings for a little bit. Um, Other times it's kind of like your mindset is really important, right? If you're determined not to feel little, you probably won't. Um, So like I'm too grumpy to be little or whatever, like there's nothing that can happen to make it so, you know? but yeah, like there's there's definitely like a lot of gray in between moments where it's like I could go either way, and it's kind of feeling out how everyone else is doing and taking that into account before like deciding if you know now is a good time. For sure. All right, last question: Do you find little space to be important to you? You know, if you had asked this question like two or three years ago, I would have said absolutely not. Um, but now I think it's an important part of my self-expression, I think, and it's one I had to like go to therapy and do a lot of healing, and I'm still doing that, of accepting that this is one mode of expression that means a lot to me and helps me deal with the complexity of life and it doesn't hurt anyone, so um, maybe it's okay. Cool, thank you very much. Thank you, Lyra. Thank you. Um, I'm Pudding. I am a CG-leaning switch. All right, um, what does that mean? Um, it means that uh, I get equal fulfillment, uh, whether it's in like a CG role or a little role. But it tends to be easier for me to slip into a CG role. Um, it is more difficult for me to slip into a little role. It requires a higher level of trust. So even though both are as enjoyable to me, uh, I would say I am CG leaning because it just happens more often. Interesting. Would you say that you have a little space? Um, I think it probably exists, but it's, it's not very common. So... Um, I think in a lot of the ways that some people who are littles will, you know, um, take some turns being a caregiver, um, I wouldn't necessarily say that they get the same full fulfillment that a okay. caregiver gets out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that just comes from um, uh, a lack of um, opportunity to develop that. And I feel like with regards to my little self, that's probably a similar situation. Mm, lack of opportunity, so your little space isn't as defined. Yes. Makes sense. Um, what about like a big space? Do you have like a big space for you? Oh, certainly. Um, 
it, it's very interesting because a lot of things that I would find to be impositions or annoyances uh, you know, outside the context of a caregiving situation are things that are very rewarding for me. Like, if I'm watching uh, television and I have a little cuddled up with me, um, in an ordinary situation, I'm probably not going to want to get up and get snacks and get drinks or pause and rewind or stop and talk about something. But in the context of being a caregiver, um, those are all very rewarding experiences. So how do you know, I guess, not know the difference, but how do you feel the difference between those two things? Say that you're cuddled up with someone um, on the couch and they want a glass of water or something. What's what's the difference? What leads you to these two different roles of like, oh yeah, this is maybe not something I would want to do versus yeah, this is something I want to do. Mm, mm, that's a good question. And I think a lot of it comes down to trust and comfort. So if we think about the dynamic between any two people as a continuum going from zero to 100, right? Mm-hmm. Where people generally tend to meet at 50. They one person will do half the things and one person will do the other half of the things. Okay. For a little, they are going closer to like a 30 or a 25. That is a show of vulnerability. That is a show of, I don't feel like I can be responsible or I don't want to be responsible for these things. So with the proper trust and context for a caregiver, we will go further into their side of the continuum and pick up those pieces. And that could be very rewarding rather than Hmm. being frustrating, which might otherwise be if you're working with, say, a lazy co-worker. Hmm. Okay. What kind of things put you in your big space? Um, Cute behaviors help a lot. Um, I think that there is definitely a subset of flirting that is exclusive to littles. (laughs) Um, No, I agree with that. Right. (laughs) So I, I think that that definitely, um, you know, it preheats the oven, as it were. Do you have a favorite, a favorite flirt from a little? Uh, I really like whiny voices, like I, a uh, a kind of drawn out mommy will go mm. a long way for me. Okay. What about little side stuff? I know it's not as developed as your big side stuff. Um, what? What things put you into that little space? Um, it's a hard one because um, a lot of the time my adult brain just can't take it at face value. Mm-hmm. So it's hard for me to exhibit that vulnerability. Mm-hmm. And in the times where it does happen, it tends to be quite spontaneous. You know, sometimes it can be in the middle of a scene that is going the complete opposite direction. So it's it's a lot less controllable in your case. Like a question that I've asked before um, for these interviews is, um, is this a voluntary thing that you do or is it something that happens to you? And mm-hmm. for you, littleness is a lot more something that happens to you. Yes, I would agree with that. Okay. Do you have any particular things that you enjoy in little space that you don't enjoy normally, similar to the um, getting someone a drink? Um, the sitting on the floor. Oh, oh okay, really. yeah. Like, it is it is a physically demanding thing, you know? Like, I'm I'm not in my early 20s, so it is a, it is a physically demanding thing. Mm-hmm. But um, when being little, uh, it... I know that I'll pay the price later on, but I still, I still want to play with my trains or build Lego or, you know, whatever it is I'm doing. Cool. That makes a lot of sense. I, you've, this is a very unique perspective on this. I'm really into it. 
Um, do you have anything else you would want to add about these roles for you in your life? Um, look, I think at least from my perspective, um, I often think the term, you know, ex-leaning switch is misconstrued a lot. Mm-hmm. And, and I've been in relationships with other people who are switchers who feel they need to reach this level of equilibrium. Mm. And when having dug down through the conversation of it and got to the core of it, it's a usually a sense of they feel like that's what how things should be. Mm. Now, I am equally fulfilled being big as I am equally fulfilled being little. Just because one happens more than the other doesn't mean that I inherently enjoy that more or that I am inherently looking for the one that doesn't happen uh, mm. as much to happen more. They're both very enjoyable spaces for me to mm. be in. Um, and one just happens to happen a little easier for me. So um, I guess that's a bit of advice for anyone, I think, who is going into a relationship with a switch. That It's not a balance book. It doesn't need to, you know, all add up to zero at the end of the day. That's fair. Um, you, you saying that made me, made me wonder. Um, because you get equal amount of enjoyment out of these things... Do you still get different things out of each of these things? Like, would, would one thing be better for you in certain contexts than the other? Uh, other think, than the vulnerability stuff, obviously. Yeah, no, I think that I think that, that is a very valid uh, line of questioning because, uh, yes, uh, there are definitely environmental, life, societal kind of pressures and stimuli and situations whereby one is more... I don't want to say useful because I don't like to look at it clinically, but mm-hmm. more appealing mm. yep. okay. than the other. Um, for example, there is generally, at least in my case, more energy put into when I'm a caregiver. Mm-hmm. Um, having said that, you know, there can be physical demands that come when I'm little as well. Um, but, you know, if I'm physically exhausted, if I've had a very busy day, um, it can be a little harder to find the energy. Uh, and I usually do. But... Um, yes, there are so, certain yeah, situations. So, yeah, in that context, being little would be more beneficial for you, even, like, if that's what might be harder to get into, but that would be, like, more ideal in that specific situation. Yes, I agree with that. Okay, cool. Thank awesome. you very much. That was super informative. Thank you. Uh, uh, hi, my name is Kane, um, and I... How do I identify? Okay, so can I approach this from the broader like kink community in general um originally identified primarily like um as a sadist slash with uh like impact play and things of that nature um but have really begun to find more of like an age play aspect um and things uh currently uh with someone uh we have sort of a daddy thing the part of the beauty of this event that I find the most important um, part which of is, what I'm doing. Which is CAFCON. Oh, sorry, yes. No, you're kidding. Because yeah. you're the director of yep. CAFCON. I, I am. CAFCON. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. <laughs> um, essentially, is, uh, it's the walls. Um, and this that may sound funny, but when you enter this building, when you enter a space where you can just be who you are, um, the person that you want to be, and just freely be padded and wear your diaper and let your let your life and your light shine through that is magical and that that fills 
this place with such joy and talking to the hotel staff and things like that and they they adore us and they they cannot get over how much they love us being here because it is it's so happy it's so wonderful it's um it is it's the happiest week of the year for them and so in order to accomplish that it's it's the walls because inside of the inside of that space the way i would describe it for me personally at least when you when you enter this building there's a weight that is kind of just lifted off um there's there's a, a mask or a closet or whatever it specifically is for different people the walls absorb that and they're they're what holds that and you don't have to worry about carrying that that weight for the time that you're here that is the most magical and wonderful thing that's what i enjoy about this I think um, anyone who's been to Capcom where you have directed uh, can, can tell how emotional this is for you, how much it means to you. I want to ask, uh-huh. uh, hopefully not too personal yeah, no, no. but um, what does this look like? You talk about mm-hmm. like being able to let go, being yeah. able to have the mm-hmm. support of yeah. these walls around right. you. What does that specifically look like for you? Uh-huh. Um, so... I have a partner at home um, who I love very, very much, um, and then I am here at this event with uh, someone else who I am getting to know better, and we're getting um, it's going very well. And I can remember um, from the very first moments of the very first time that I ever had any romantic or sexual fantasies of any kind, being polyamorous in that way, and and. Um, it affected the way that the way that I was growing up in terms of just like I, I never really wanted to ask any one person out. I kind of wanted to ask all of my friends out kind of thing. Like it's being in in spaces where you can freely talk about these kinds of things where you can just be yourself and people don't question it. Where you can walk around with the person that you're holding hands with wearing a collar. Where you can walk around with people holding hands and they've got their diaper on and you've got yours and like just being able to let go of that of that of that pain of that burden um for me putting on a mask as it were uh involves like forcing myself into a dye that just isn't quite right like you, you you can kind of fit but just isn't quite right being able to like remove that like when you remove a pair of socks or shoes or something you just let like you can feel like that that it is it is a palpable real thing and and just being in this space with everyone else is the most wonderful magical thing um in the world for me i love that metaphor it's really good last night after what three days of walking around convention (laughs) with no shoes by the way i I don't i hate shoes anyway um i got off Mm -hmm. my feet i laid down in bed and just laying there and not having my weight on my feet and that that sensation of oh yeah. yeah, and that's a really good yeah. way of describing yeah. right yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Like, wow. Yeah. Um. Thank you for, yeah, no, for providing a very unique perspective to this. I, I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank yeah. You so much. Thank you thank for you. yeah giving me the chance. Absolutely. And happy two hundred. Thank, thank you. you. Yeah. Hi, I'm Juice Box. I'm an ABDL artist in the community, and I identify myself as a little. Cool. Um, hi, Juicebox. Hi. Thanks for being here. Long As time. always, I love being here. <laughs> Long time no no record. <laughs> yeah. This uh, is my third time. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. But um, we want to ask, um, how does it feel to be in little space or to be little? 
And what does that mean to you? Well, it's seldom am I ever truly in little space mm. unless I'm like high. <laughs> the, gum, <laughs> I, I the gummies and edibles help um, because it always feels like I'm constantly being pulled out of it. I, mm. There's always that part of my brain that's always like holding on to the the baby reins. <laughs> the so it's 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 tough to get into the space. Once I'm in it, it just feels really just right. For lack of a better word, like I like the feeling of of letting myself be vulnerable, dis- but be safe despite that vulnerability. Like I enjoy that aspect. Like for me, little space is sort of like just a sense of just overall comfort and like time stands still and not time doesn't matter mm. everything kind of goes to the back of your head it's still there but it's not imperative and you just live in the moment which is i think what most people strive to do in their everyday life that's like their ultimate goal is to live in the moment mm-hmm. and the only two kinds of people i've who i've learned that live in the moment are or not people but just living beings in general are like Dogs and <laughs> babies. They live in the now. They don't worry so you about you had like them. a coin flip and it right. landed on baby. Like, oh, yeah, exactly. The wires. Someone flipped that coin just at the right time during my incubation period. I don't understand it. Does that mean whatever. I landed like with the coin like on yes, the you did. You yeah. on the side. Yeah. Which is which is apparently a lot more common in this community. <laughs> right. Of people the, 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 the coin landing right on the edge and, and straddling both lines of being a dog or a pet and being a baby. Yeah. But um uh there's a lot of things I really do love about like whenever I'm feeling not maybe not even full little space, but just feeling little and cozy mm-hmm. is just the idea of being able to curl up and feel warm and have things that make you happy around you. Like mm-hmm. uh, lately, just putting on a favorite show or nice music. And um, there's certain things that I've felt over the last couple of years of now that I'm experiencing more and more ABDL mm-hmm. or little events and experiences that there's things that I've always wanted to do or never had a chance to do, even as an actual little kid. Like, I never was held as a little kid because mm. my mom uh, was in a really bad car accident when I was just a little little baby. Mm. And so she wasn't able to really play with me, get down on the floor and play with me or hold me because it hurt her back. Mm-hmm. So, like, the feeling of being, like, hugged and cradled and held, even if it's just, like, on a bed laying in someone's lap, is such a nice feeling. Whenever I do get that feeling... A, a, a warm embrace, like true embrace hug, rather than just like a hi, nice to see you, quick hug. Okay, we're we're out. Yeah, yeah. But the, like littles, like in just the granted, not every little, but so many littles are just so cuddly because they they're not taking it too seriously. There's it's, a tactileness of being little. Yes, exactly. You want to touch and like for I guess and to some extent taste. You know, like you want to like put things in your mouth. You want to like yeah, that's toe suckers. Yeah, toe suckers. <laughs> you want the like. Even just taking in... Also, your senses are heightened when you're little, yeah. I've noticed. Like, sounds will either really, like, get you or just really, like, knock you completely out and you almost want to... Not cry, but just, like, you wince. Yeah. Like, it's something that you're normally used to is just way too overpowering, like, at times a thousand. Um, tastes, certain things you can eat, like... I can't... Un- unless I'm sick, the only time I ever have a yearning to eat, like, dry Cheerios... There's something about the tactileness of eating like dry cereal or snacky foods, grapes, 
things, little things, than just popping them in your mouth. I feel you. I, I have different favorite, like, food slash drinks when I'm little so Yeah. Sure do. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And, um, at yeah. the start of this, you mentioned, like, how it's really hard for you to fall into little space and the sort of mindset that, like, there's this thing's always pressing on you. Um, what is the one, like, thought or or feeling that keeps, like, getting in the way of falling into little space? Like, what keep what what's what's like that thing that just keeps nagging common denominator yeah i'm just the common denominator oh what's that thing that just keeps pulling you up i've been trying to de- de- determine what that is and for a long time i thought it was just my own like uh, shame or no not even my own shame outside shame like so okay. what society so thinks like, of me. Yeah, so like like, like what saying, other people think of me but yeah. the thing is now i have a community like over the last couple of years i've found a community of people who empathize sympathize and agree with everything that i'm with so i'm like yeah. okay i'm not alone here so that's what that's great now it's just getting out of my own head okay, so it's like yeah. my own hangups my own insecurities me being slightly overweight <laughs> sitting inside and not exercising and eating poorly i've, I've gone yeah. a belly and that makes me less inclined to feel comfortable in my own body it's kind of like totally dys- kind of like a dysphoria Oh, yeah. No, um, like, the, the sort of um, bigger-sized littles, that whole thing is definitely, like, oh, that's that's just an right. area to explore, oh, yeah. because I empathize, too. That like, whole space is choppy waters. Just, yeah. Um, cool. Thank you so much. Like, Thank you. That was a really insightful. Yeah. Episode. Thank you for having me, as always. I love you guys. Right. Hi, I'm Miss Daisy, and in this scene, I am a mommy. And I am specifically mommy to one person, and that is Personalius. We love Personalius. Yes. <laughs> I, I love him, too. <laughs> um, so what is, it, what is it like to be a mommy? What do you get out of that? Well, it's a really personal thing for me because uh, a little bit of backstory. I dated Personalius in the vanilla world for... About seven or eight years before I discovered this side of him, which I discovered almost entirely by accident. <laughs> and um, so he kind of, you know, he kind of brought me into it. And it has not only expanded my worldview on how I view things like sex and kink and even from their um, queer relationships, polyamory, things like that, that you don't always necessarily see in the vanilla world. But it has infinitely deepened my relationship with Personalius. Mm. We are now married and have been so for more than a decade. Um, Yeah. So he's not just my little. He is my life partner in everything. But I love having this personal aspect to our relationship that it's... It's unlike anything that it's not it's not surprising that it's unlike anything that I've ever experienced before, being yeah. that I hooked up with him when I was fifteen. Um, but something I never even knew was possible. For sure. Yeah. Um, you mentioned deepening that connection yes. with your partner. I love the way that you said that. Right. What does that look like for you to have that deeper connection? What what has um like age play and, and ABDL stuff sort of um, how, how has that brought you closer together made you more I kind of liken it to you know how the idea of 
people say like that there's different kinds of love. There's the romantic yeah. love, the familial love, parental love, friendship love. For and sure. it's like having all of that okay. come in at once because I'm playing with him. I'm mothering him. He's so super, super cute. <laughs> um, there is a sexual aspect uh -huh. to it. Yeah, it's it's truly loving the whole person. For sure. Yeah. I I love that. That's so cool. Um yeah, that kind of uh it's almost like compounding love. Like, yes. Yes. like love itself has has a spectrum and you get toward that end of oh, this is it of this is maximum love for this person. But then if you have different kinds of love, you could just layer those on top yes. of each other. Yeah. That's so cool. Um thank you so much. Thank you. You're very you. welcome. Thank you. Hi, I'm Personalius. Hi, Personalius. Hi, and I am a little. So um, we're asking about little space, and mm -hmm. I wanted to know, do you have a little space? Uh, I like to think I certainly do have a little space, yes. Okay, cool. cool. Um, and how do you define that? Like for your own personal little space, what is, what is that? What's it look like? Oh, okay. So I guess the best way to phrase it is that a lot of what growing up we were I was told was like adulting and stuff mm -hmm. um, it was a lot of restraint and manners and protocol and basically masking okay, basically yeah. what you know ner We've neuro heard that a lot. neurodivergence would call is masking um, so when I am in little space it is me shedding off uh, a lot of those masking behaviors that kind of became ingrained in me okay. um, or drilled, not even ingrained, ingrained implies as a part of me, like drilled into me yeah. uh, from some of my earliest memories and, and letting them go. And, you know, I, I know some people, I know some people are like, they lose the ability to talk um, or lose the ability to walk. That's not quite it with me, because mm -hmm. as far as I can remember, I was always a very talkative, very vociferous and, and, and you know, complicated talking kid, uh, even for whatever age I was at. So I don't, it doesn't feel genuine for me to purposefully limit uh, my speech yeah, sure. or whatever yeah. mm -hmm. during that time. And it's also like, it is probably the closest thing to being drunk without having anything... <laughs> Huh. in my system i i could um, definitely vibe with Cause, that yeah because yeah I, I i tend to like cackle like a maniac whenever just random thoughts pop into my head and i speak without a filter <laughs> and i act on impulse uh like just just this week uh we did we, were you there for the elevator the elevator bit uh like on like wednesday day i don't one. think so oh we're all hanging out in like the hallway as we do with these things and mm -hmm. this this nice Ladies, like, oh, is this the elevator? Nope, nope, just around that way. Oh yes, and yeah, if, yeah, we were. You know, you pass us that. again, yes. you've gone too far. Yeah, and then we, we yeah, ran yeah, to I, the elevator. I, I, I started that. I was just like, my body's just like, no, we have to go. This it'll be you, funny. You, start, like, you didn't explain. You just started running, and then we all just started running with you. <laughs> yes, that in so many ways is my little little space. Just don't think, just do, don't mask, just say whatever's coming into your brain. That's go. fair. All right. So what what do you get? out of being little the most what is it what is what does it really do for you personally oof um so 
once again, going back to uh, per- past experiences, mm-hmm. my life up until a few years ago was very much like what I describe as a conveyor belt. Mm-hmm. Um, there, and I have lots of anxiety in part because of that, because there's never a stillness. There's never a time to just be. Mm-hmm. I was taught from a very early age, um, you know, get good grades in elementary school. So that way you can get in honors classes in uh, middle school. So yeah. that way you can get in AP classes in high school, yeah. which can then get, um, you know, e- easier courses or more courses in, in college and you can graduate earlier so that you can get a job yeah. so that then uh, you can get married and have a family and, and secure all that. And then you can retire with a good amount so that you can retire and uh do what you want and still leave things to your family when you die. Like, and it was that kind of energy of do this for this and this and this and mm-hmm. this. And there was always a next step after that. Huh. And there's, there was never a chance to just be. And everything was, even the, even the relaxing things. Because, uh, you know, my, my, I wasn't raised poorly or like by monsters or anything. Yeah. Uh, but, you know... Everything was a pause before the next activity type thing. And so when I'm little, uh, I can let that go and have it not be my problem. And the next step doesn't exist because I'm in a mind state to where there isn't a next step. Or the conveyor belt is going backwards. Yeah. And so instead of... Oh, no. This is so interesting. Um, So instead of going you know, forward and like having that anxiety bug mm-hmm. in my brain. When I'm little, I get out of it of, of getting to be um, the real me. Wow. Uh, that's that's really interesting. Like there's a lot of, from like a therapy lens, like the like mindfulness, the ability to put yourself in the present moment and, and understand that the past and the future are not now and, and be, be here, be present. And that's, that's, a really good like self-care technique for sure being able to prioritize your present wants and needs instead of the uh high expectations of the people around you or of society itself so um yeah like just using little stuff as self-care as being able to prioritize you and be be you oh, it's I, incredible i agree <laughs> thank you so so much Thank you. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you for your time. Y'all have a wonderful night. You too. Hi, I'm Phil. He, him. I would say I'm a little. I'm a little from Germany. And I'm also a mod on the Sophie and Pudding server. You might know me. <laughs> um, firstly, we're, uh, this is our first time meeting you, and it's been, it's been, it's been wonderful. wonderful. Uh, you came all the way from Germany to come to this convention. Um, <laughs> and I want to ask. As a little, um, do you have a little space that you get into? Mm, I would, I would, to be honest, say I don't have like a, a convention with little space okay, that like other people has. Like for me myself, I don't think I really have a distinction between headspace, like big or little. Yeah. Like I think the term lifestyle little has been thrown around at some point. So, uh, at some point, I've I thought. <laughs> at some point, I have thought I might maybe be be a middle. Mm-hmm. But like I just I just like baby stuff. I, I like middle stuff. Sometimes I like grown up stuff. I just I just mash it together. Like the best of both worlds of all best the worlds. It's right. so like while some people just might wear diapers just when they're in the right headspace. 
I just wear them all the time because I like them. And I like stuffies all the time. It's that's, just... That's totally I like it. Valid. That's what I'm doing. So you don't have like this kind of delineation between little space and whatever the rest of your life is. You just kind of you found a middle ground where you're happy doing what you like doing. And, and that's just you. Yes, exactly. Like, like Chloe has mentioned already. Like, I have a crib. I, I mean, it's a crib. It's like the... Uh, the attachable, attachable bed rails. It's a good. <laughs> I sleep in there all the time because just it's comfy. I don't need to be in, a, in the right headspace. I know some people have a, a similar setup, but they take it down if they don't feel like it. I just it's just comfy always. That's so like fair. I've definitely thought about it because like I feel like that's definitely more unusual, like less common. Like you usually hear about people that have like little a big headspace, mm-hmm. and it, it definitely has made me think in the past like what am I. But like I, I've, I think I've just come to terms with that, that. That's just what I am. I can, I can I tell like you, this. you are valid for feeling that way. Yes. <laughs> honestly, the whole reason we're doing this episode is to kind of demystify a lot of the like what little space is because mm. it's not one thing, and you have to feel competent, like explaining, explaining it, yeah. what this thing is and that is so different for everyone. And mm. some people need to hear that, like people like you don't have that, and that's also mm. okay. So like, even uh, despite not having a quote-unquote little space mm-hmm. what does your littleness mean to you um how, how how does it affect your life i mean i i've said earlier like i would say i would identify myself as like a lifestyle little yeah. which means like i just have like stuff that usually you would associate with babies just all around me when i can obviously like <laughs> when i'm out and about i need to be vanilla obviously yeah of but like that just means like I, when I'm at my desk, I don't have a cup there. I have a sippy cup there. And like, if I'm if I'm anywhere close to my bed, I have a bottle there. I have, right. have passies lying around. Like, and on, there's <laughs> one on my desk. There's one on my on my bed. There are stuffies all over. And like, on, on my hobbies also like in, in a similar direction. I like lots of Lego stuff, for example. For sure. I, mean, I also have some Duplo sets and stuff. So like, that's it. Just it just manifests itself in in my life. Also like. TV shows. Most most people like like the triple A movies nowadays. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen any in years. <laughs> I've like my main movie, my like my main movie franchise is musicals. Oh, love Often musicals. animated musicals. Mm-hmm. So that's what I mostly have been watching for the last years. <laughs> I have one more hard question. Oh, oh. no. <laughs> um, if you could uh, today present you, knowing everything you know, having everything you have, having done everything you've done. Mm-hmm just suddenly have the ability to not be little anymore and just all those feelings all those needs that stuff goes away mm-hmm. would you do that i probably wouldn't mm-hmm. like i gotta say it's it's it would probably be easier like from a, from a oh, sure. like from a societal standpoint sure. just to be like a normal guy yeah right. like it would be easier like I mean, having grip is fun, but like sometimes you have to take it down and you got to make sure there's no stuff lying around. You don't want other people that need to go into your room, see passies lying around. Yeah. But no, I wouldn't want to change it. I like who I am. And I really, I really like that stuff. And like, since I've come in touch with like the little community, like in that Sophie Pudding server. Yeah. Like I've just seen how that, that it's, it's just a way of hiding, to be honest. Like you, you obviously you need to make sure that only cons- people consenting see that stuff. Mm-hmm. But like in your own four walls at your, at your home, you should be yourself, and I wouldn't want to change that. No. Well, oh, that's wonderful. We like who you are as well. Aww. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so mm. much for being on the show. It's Thank you us. so much. Thank you. It was so nice meeting you. Hi, hi. I'm Kiffy. I'm a little. <laughs> hi, Kiffy. <laughs> um, first question: Do you think you have a little space? 
<laughs> as she as she giggles. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think a better question would be, do I have a big space? <laughs> That's fair. Okay, you know what? Let's go with that. Do you have a not little space? Is that something you have? <laughs> I I have I have learned a bit through. Um, a little bit through through being here at the con that I can be a bit more switchy than I expected. Okay. But I'm definitely a much, 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 much more littler than, than anything else. <laughs> okay. Um, what does little space feel like to you? What does that look like to you? Mm-hmm. What is your little space? It's like... And like, how is it different from if you are ever in a big space? <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I guess, I guess it's like a lot of, so there's like unmasking that I can use to get through the day. Mm-hmm. Like I might tap my foot or something if I'm at work or whatever. And then there's unmasking when I come home and I just let, let all my worries fall to the floor and I just bounce around the apartment like a beach ball. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> so um, on the topic of the idea of being able to remove yourself from your responsibilities, from those worries, from that like stress, um, do you think anything else in the world would be as effective as being little? No. <laughs> Man, that's just, boom, I, no. I mean, I've asked myself that um, a lot throughout my whole life. Mm-hmm. And, and and it's like, I've tried really hard. Like, I like I like do the like exercise. I, I, I do like, I take walks. And I guess there is some truth to like, it is still a bit of everything, you know? Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know, like being little is like just so much more authentic although it almost feels like it's like if i'm not little it's it's worse it's like there's the difference between doing something to de-stress and not doing something causes you stress Mm -hmm. which which can describe little space a bit more for me awesome Thank you so much. Uh, we really appreciate uh, you being here and answering for us. And uh, we'll, we'll let you go back to being a beach fault. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'm really happy to help and stuff. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Hi. Well, I'm Kimmy. And I'm a little. Hi, Hi Kimmy. Kimmy. Hi, friends. Um, so you are a little. Uh, do you have a little space? I do have a little space. My little space is very quiet. Okay, that's interesting. My little space is basically the opposite of me in every way. (laughs) My little space is fragile and (sighs) non-sexual and gentle. Oh my gosh, you have a non-sexual element to your, yourself, your my persona. Right? No, my, my little self is entirely non-sexual and bringing sexual elements into it um, is really gross and I don't like it. Wow. That's, it's interesting to hear that it's such a huge dichotomy, like with like my little miss, it's not like that. So I'd, I'd love to hear more about that. Sure. Um... I think a lot. I think a lot all the time about all the things. Interestingly, when I'm little, which is not an easy place to get to for me, Mm -hmm. thinking too hard will knock me out of little space. 
That's interesting. I love board games. It's one of my favorite hobbies. And I can't when I'm little. If you put me in any situation where I have to strategize, mm -hmm. my little space is destroyed. And she's gone and I'm just me again. And I can't do math in Little Space for the same reason. I can't play any game that has a strategy element. Um, so, so what do you do? I like to build with blocks. That is my favorite thing to do. Because I allow myself to be so absorbed in the single task that it is the only thing that exists and it is the only thing I am thinking about. I'm usually thinking about three things at the same time at all times. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, like blocks and bluey, things that I can immerse myself in mm -hmm. allow me to experience the world in a different way. So you've, you've been on our show a lot. Uh, as a our, couple times. As our... <laughs> as our Sporadic co-host. I, I, I like sporadic co-host. Uh, yeah, so... Or erratic co-host. I like that, too. <laughs> Incompetent co-host. So, um, as someone who's been on our show a lot and been, like, very uh, childish and juvenile and bratty and yes. whiny and stuff mm. on our show... I tell people I'm a professional brat, partially yeah. because of the show. Um, but all that is different to being little for you. It is the difference between night and day. Hmm. Little Kimmy is incredibly considerate and very timid and extremely shy. Exactly like me, just like me. I'm so yeah. shy. Maybe we should have Little Kimmy so on more I often. Actually, <laughs> hold on. I, I have a really important question here. Yeah. So many of the people who we have interviewed have said stuff about... Um, being little as a way of escaping responsibility and being able to express themselves uh, in a less restrictive way. Mm -hmm. And this usually manifests for those people as not being super considerate or not having to focus too much on their, their social responsibilities to others. But your little space is, is actually more considerate of others than, than your, your, <laughs> your normal bratty self. Yes, that is absolutely true. Um, really interesting. So what do you get out of your little space then, um, since it, is, it seems very different than a lot of other little spaces? My little space is a part of me that isn't really voluntary. I didn't decide to be little. What I get out of it is emotional experiences. Mm. Hmm. My little self can experience joy in a way that an adult cannot. And I'm better at it than most adults because, well, I'm childish. But even so, think about how a compliment feels. Chloe, you did a really good job with that. Thank you. Thank you. And that's it. Mm -hmm. But to a child, if you are a person they look up to mm -hmm. and you give them a genuine compliment, it changes the way the entire day looks. And I think that a lot of the problems that we have as adults have some root in our inability to remember what it's like 
to feel like a child. And this mm. lets you like feel that and, and embrace those like more potent feelings. Yes. The highs are higher, the lows are lower. I'm extremely fragile in that state and I'm easily hurt and that's part of where the shyness comes from. Mm-hmm. My little space, I think, is different from a lot of people's because mine is a coping mechanism from really powerful trauma mm-hmm. in my life. I grew up knowing that I wasn't wanted in a very literal sense. I grew up knowing that I was a bargaining chip and I was alone a lot, but I love my little self. And the love and acceptance that you show me, you guys are bigger kids than I am when we're little. And I really look up to you. Your willingness to play with me and talk to me and pay attention to me means a lot. I have a final question for you. Yeah. Since a lot of your little stuff is rooted in trauma, do you think that were you to ever process and overcome this trauma, you would lose your little space? Yeah, I really do. Hmm. I really do. Because think about when I slip into little space. Uh It's when I'm safe and when I'm loved and when I can be vulnerable. If I no longer needed little space to get the love that a child should always get, I don't think I would be little anymore. I'd just be a pervert. (laughs) (laughs) That's failed too. Thank you so much, Kimmy. Yeah, I love you. We love you. Love you too. Thank you, Kimmy. Thanks for making me cry, you bitches. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, I'm Joe. I'm basically identify as a big and a caregiver in the community. Cool. Um, We want to know, uh, as two littles with zero experience (laughs) and being big, um, what is that like for you? What does that mean to you? Um, I guess for me, it's... I really enjoy taking care of of someone. I really, it's very fulfilling for me to like, you know, help someone get cozy, get dressed, not have to worry about any responsibilities or stress, you know, cuddle them up, Mm -hmm. just just basically take care of them. I I really, really enjoy that. I just, I kind of feed off the energy. That sounds like the wrong phrase to say, (laughs) but um, I no, I just, when, when my little is happy and and just smiling, it just makes me just feel so good to just see her like that and just you know cuddle her and like yeah I did that. Um, so you said that it is fulfilling to you. Mm-hmm. Um, there, I'm sure, are other things in your life that make you feel fulfilled, and also I'm sure that even in this realm there are other options other than being a caregiver and age play. Mm-hmm. Um, is there a reason why like being a caregiver in the age play capacity is um what you prefer to do instead of anything else that might be fulfilling well um my act my my love language is is acts of service Mm -hmm. so you know with with past partners you know it was always like you know clean their kitchen uh go get them groceries things like that with in the um, 
in the age play community, it's just there's so much more you can do. Okay. Um, hmm. There's there's just so much you could do to for somebody like yeah, b just beyond just like simply taking care of them. You like you're almost responsible for them, which is really really cool. So it's like acts of service turned up to eleven. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's this is yeah. It's also really interesting because now that you're mentioning it, I imagine some acts of service can be a little bit difficult to like get your foot in the door or um, um, perform without getting like the wrong impressions. Right. Yeah. The idea of like, oh, you clean someone's kitchen or you do mm -hmm. their dishes or something. Yeah. Some people might interpret that as, oh, well, do you think that I'm... That I'm I can't unclean, take care of myself. or that I can't take care of myself, or that I can't do it myself, yeah. or, or that like you think I'm a slob or something. Right. But in the little community, it's like, oh no, yeah, please, yes. please <laughs> yes. do those things yes. for me. I can't take care of myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Please let me watch Bluey while you take care of my dishes. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you mentioned that you like being responsible for mm -hmm. your little. Yeah. Do you ever feel like that is too much responsibility, or do you feel overwhelmed by that responsibility? I have sometimes been overwhelmed in the past because um, there was one time when I was just getting started uh, in the community uh, was at actually at a convention mm -hmm. and I was really needed to change someone's diapers and I wasn't doing a very good job of it so I it really stressed me out because it's like I wanted to give them the perfect experience yeah. and I'm thinking like oh no they're, they're, I'm getting them out of their headspace Mm -hmm. And I, uh, I talked to two really <laughs> smart people, <laughs> and they uh, actually dedicated a whole uh, episode of their podcast to it, um, <laughs> talking about um, that, yeah, it's, e even though um, I'm sort of the one in charge, quote unquote, that it's, it's still a partnership, yeah. and, and the person that you're um, taking care of, playing with, whatever, they, they will know that you're doing your best and that sometimes they have to help you as well in order to keep the scene going and to, to feel fulfilled as well, so. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad that that, that that was a helpful thing for you. It was very <laughs> helpful, yeah. It really, it made, it kinda made my con better because I wasn't stressing out so much. It's just like, okay, yeah, just ask for help. Mm -hmm. Say like, you know, here, you hold, hold the, hold the padding right here so I can get the this, the tapes yeah. and everything on. So yeah, it really made me feel a lot better. I like that what you said about um, the it being a partnership mm -hmm. helps you with feeling like you have so much responsibility. Like the fact that you, you know you have the fallback to rely on your little yeah. to be supportive mm -hmm. if you need the support for that moment. Yes. That's, that's cool. Yeah. Um, is there anything that you would want to say about being big or being in the community or um, anything that you have learned about yourself that you would want to share with other people who um, are not in this community yet, who might be listening to this episode thinking, I could maybe do that. Yeah, um, yeah. I always tell people that it's, it's never too late. Like, um, I've been interested since my, since high school really, mm -hmm. Um, but all throughout my 20s and 30s, I was just never able to get like a, find my spot in the community. And so I find like, well, this isn't gonna happen. So I just kind of put it away. Um, and then I, I just eventually found my way into it. And and yeah, it, it changed my life and it's been incredible. So I guess my message is, is like, never feel like you've missed your, your chance. Never feel like you're too old or circumstances 
just won't allow you to if, if you want in if you want to be part of it it might it might take you a while it may take you decades like <laughs> me but eventually if you really want it you, you can make your own way in the, in the community so don't don't ever give up if you if you feel like you this is something that you want I think that that's a really good lesson mm-hmm. for littles and bigs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The idea yeah. that it, you're never too old to do this thing yeah. you want. I, I, that's a really good message. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's all I got. Okay. Yeah. Thank, you right. so Thank you so much. You're welcome. I'm Casa, and I'm a little boy. You sure are. <laughs> I sure am. <laughs> a tiny boy. <laughs> um, but we want to ask um, for you, what does little space feel like? And what does that mean to you? Little space is not worrying about things. Um, I'm a very anxious person and uh, obsess about a lot of details. Um, I need to make sure everyone is fed, everyone's logistics problems are solved. Um, If if one of my friends is having trouble at work, I, I worry about that. Um, and when I'm little, I can worry about all these things a little bit less. It's, uh, it can be very similar to, um, to being sleepy or, um, or for the, the 420 friendly crowd, this sort of relaxation that can come with, um, with weed. Um, all of these feelings are very similar for me. It's a relaxing, not worrying, uh, just letting things happen. And I lay on the floor a lot. (laughs) That's what it looks like. <laughs> okay, so you you talked about like how you know it's similar to weed gummies and stuff like that, like like doing the marijuanas. So why why is it why is it different? Like like what what makes being a little different from that? Like why not just just have a gummy or something like that? Yeah. Part of the difference is uh, being cared for or uh, being around people who who I can trust either. To take care of my needs, if mm. if uh, if I have any, or or to um, to let me not worry about them. So um, I was recently at an event where the first night I, I told everyone, please, if you if you need something from me, if you need my help, come to me and tell me, because I need to trust that that if you do need me, you'll let me know. Uh, that and that. Asking people to help to to tell me when they need my help seems like it wouldn't be a, a way to relax and to give things up, but it uh, if I can trust them to do that, then I, mm-hmm. I cannot worry about them if they aren't asking me. That makes sense. I I, I really like like if you were on like like a, like a weed gummy, you wouldn't have a way to uh, you wouldn't be taken care of. You wouldn't have a way. You wouldn't be able to trust somebody else to solve your problems. But when you're little, it's, it's it is really different. I have a question. Yes. Um, how does littleness facilitate that? The idea that you can, like, I mean, anytime you couldn't, you just ask someone, hey, tell me if you need me. Why does littleness help with that? Sorry for giving you all I the hard balls in here. Like, super um, not the point of, like, not trying yeah, to stop you Yeah, that's, here. um, I, I do try to solve other people. Like, I go to therapy for this. Um, <laughs> And, uh... That surprisingly comes up a lot. Yeah, I bet it does. Um, (laughs) it's, uh... I think being little gives me permission to ask people for help. Mm. I would never ask someone to go get me a glass of water if I'm laying on the couch. I'm going to go do it. 
but when I'm little, I I ask for help, and people help me, and uh, and I like that, and I think they like it. I think that's why they do it. But it's but I seem to have a different personality um, when when I'm little, and and a personality that is able mm. to to be helped and to ask for it. That well, that makes a lot of sense. That's really cool. <laughs> That's yeah, yeah. All right. Anyway, thank you so much for okay. yeah, answering all this. Thank you. Sure. Um, I've been, I don't know if it's relevant and this is probably running too long, but I, no, I've please. been um, getting into uh, some more caregivery and daddy type mm. stuff recently. Um, and I don't know if there's anything to talk about there. Like, I like, um, I like doing it. And I like the reaction I get from other people, and it's something that I I like to help people, but I don't have the energy to do that full time. Mm -hmm. I see um, I see other people's caregivers, and 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 they seem to be able to do that indefinitely. Like they'll, yes, of course, <laughs> I'll go get you a snack, and I'll go help with this, and I'll change another diaper, and I got. I got like 15 minutes of that a day, maybe, uh, which I enjoy, but, but I just can't do it any longer. To be fair, I'm kind of in the same boat. I am a little, but dating a little. And what is, how do I balance that? I want to be a caregiver to her. That is important to me because I like knowing that it's something that brings her happiness. But at the same time, like, and I tell her this all the time, I say, hey, you ever need me to be in charge of you? I can be about five minutes every hour. I, I have like a five minute activation and then I got an hour cool down because I, I, I can't like, I, I just can't. Right. Uh, and I've, I've been working on kind of scheduling, um, big time to deal with that. So we'll say like, you know, I'm, we're going to do this. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to give you a bath and change you and get you dressed for the day. And then I'm not big anymore. And that has helped me a lot. That's a, a really good, good idea because I think it's all day event things that really throw me and maybe dividing that into smaller little scene moments would be helpful. That's really interesting. It's really, it's really interesting to see the, the similarities with some littles and, and they're kind of being that grown up is very hard to do for other people. But, mm -hmm. And then I, it's hard, but I like it. And yes, exactly. Yeah. Because you, you care about someone and you want, you want to make them happy, but also you feel good because you're, you feel capable almost like you get to help them. Um, but man, we have some bigs that'll they do it all day. Uh, even they're like, they're like anyone else need a check. How can like, you do I that? I don't understand. But we've actually had bigs and interviewed them already. And they're just like, yeah, I just love doing it all the time. And I'm like, whoa, <laughs> how? It's a different type of person. Oh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway, thank you so much. Sure. Thank you. Hi, I'm Sophie and I am a little. Hi, Sophie. The question is, what is little space to you? So I think a lot of what I'm gonna say is parroting other people and hopefully adding my own personal spin. So I'm, I'm sorry if it sounds repetitive. Um, little space to me is the ability not to be sorry that I sound repetitive. Um, it's, it's not to be sorry to be myself mm -hmm. and do things my way. And I'm so inundated with 
obligations and rules and standards and norms that have been put into me and who I am and they've become me and a lot of them I cherish and love um, my work ethic my commitment my um, my dedication my my need to be responsible mm -hmm. to be useful to people to help people um, all of this is stuff that I've learned over time that is required of me because of what I was taught and I love these things about me. I love being able to be helpful. I love that people can depend on me. I love that when you ask me a question, I will respond with sincerity. I love authenticity. I, I love that I can be this person that I was made into and I love who I am. And at the same time, those things are also so inhibiting. They're... For sure. They're detrimental to other things that I want because we are complicated people and made up of so many parts and so many wants and so many things that we want contradict. I love my job and I want to go to work, but do I actually want to go to work when I have to go to work? No. <laughs> but then I get to work and I'm happy I went to work or like there will be a day where I want to play two different video games and I want to play them both equally, but I can only play one. There's so much conflict in the sense of self and I'm okay with that I understand it's a part of life is this internal dissonance I have to have these these different elements but a lot of the ones that make me who I am and what I love about myself are also ones that get in the way of other things that I want so when it comes to my personal little space I'm not that baby. I know a lot of people are really baby. I know on the show that I can sometimes seem really baby and sometimes seem, you know, not as baby. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm an older little. I know that. I still like diapers and I still like baby stuff. But mm -hmm. when it comes to the feeling of littleness, it's not being ignored in a playpen or um, like being spoken to like I can't understand like you can't understand me yeah. littleness is me being like look at this thing that I know and found look at this thing that I'm so passionate about or look at this what like I want to watch this tv show mm -hmm. and if you're not paying attention to me I'm just gonna be like hey pay attention or like hey you're not doing this oh my gosh no you have to do this oh no no, no put your phone down no no, no do this <laughs> oh no I'm telling you about this fact oh no, no you have to see this and that's I get so excited but mm -hmm. but my my a lot of my core sense of self and, and understanding how people are different to me and experience things differently means that if I'm watching a TV show and I want someone to watch the TV show and they're not paying attention, I'm like, that's okay. Yeah. They might not be into this the way that I'm into this, or they might need a distraction or a fidget, or they might need something like that. And, and I, I allow the world to operate around me in its own way and at its own pace or I try to now yeah. I'm not successful all the time but I want to understand that the, there are differences between me and others and and those differences aren't a bad thing for sure and I want to respect those differences but when I'm little I just I just want what I want I I want to get what I want and this is the only time I ever feel comfortable being selfish mm -hmm. Shrouding it in cute is the only way I can want things. So it's like, 
it's like your escape from all of your own personal red tape rather than like societal expectations all the stuff it's like an escape from your own personal expectations yeah as i've grown older and as i have navigated through the little community and i've come to understand myself better as i've mm-hmm. changed my terminology as i as i as i helped to propagate and introduce the concept of little mm-hmm. instead of abdl or adult baby which i never felt was part of me little is and the more i learn about it the more the more comfortable i am defying the expectations that society has put on me and able to be more authentically me be myself i see how how helpful that is for people and how much people love that about me and i i, I love that about me so what you said about personal red tape mm-hmm. Even though I am stepping outside the confines of societal expectations and boundaries, I am now still grappling with my own and not in a way of how do I cut this red tape, but I want the tape there. I like who I am. I like the tape that I put up and I want these delineations and littleness allows me to transcend that when I want and when I need to. I would say that to me littleness is self-love it's self-care it's my ability to respect myself as an individual with my own individual wants and needs without worrying that everyone's gonna hate me for it i really like that that makes a lot of sense so what ways would you say that littleness has like shaped your life besides just like allowing you to get around your own red tape this community is near and dear to my heart Mm -hmm. i I started as a writer in this community as someone who just liked to write for writer's sake and I got so many people who came at me like this story helped me with this or this story made me realize this about myself and I'm like oh okay cool um and at the time I think that was my real only outlet for being able to help other people um nowadays I have a lot of outlets for helping other people but this community has always stayed at the forefront of of the group that I want to help, probably because I identify so strongly with them. I've asked a few times throughout these interviews, like, what if you weren't little, would so this change about your life, or how would this look? I think that if I was not little, and I was not part of this community, I would have found a different community to gravitate to. That makes sense. I would have found another subset of individuals who I could help the way that I, I work to strive to help this community. My love for the communities I am a part of is expansive beyond just littleness. Mm -hmm. But I will say that the friends that I've made doing what I do, being a writer, being a podcaster, being someone who goes to conventions and does presentations, answering questions for people who need questions, running a server. Mm -hmm. I have met so many people who I just love so dearly and I think littleness breeds a certain amount of openness that a lot of other communities will never be able to achieve. This is running over, and I'm not, this is not answering your question exactly, but I, I have met so many people who have been in relationships or have told friends about little stuff, mm-hmm. and it has gone badly and it has interfered with their relationship or their partner doesn't want anything to do with it. And I 
if I can convey anything to the people listening to this show that are not age players and are just trying to understand, if I can convey anything, please understand the incredible amount of intimacy that this this brings about, the, the level of, of authenticity and personal faith in other people, the, the, the love, the compassion, the empathy, the, the bond, the connection, the relationships. If you have a little, as a partner or a friend, you have entered into a space where you can transcend your knowledge of what love is. You can, can get to a place most people don't know exists. Please, please do not throw that away. Do not misuse that or think that it is a burden or a problem. It is an incredible gift to be able to have that connection with someone. And I'm not saying all the time, and I'm not saying that should be your life, but so many bigs that we've interviewed have touched on this. And it's not something that most people can get out of sex or marriage Mm -hmm. or friendship or anything. It's so much more. And I speak on a level of not only my relationships, but my friends. I have the deepest, most personal connections with my friends because of little stuff. And not even with only other littles, with vanilla friends who don't know anything about this stuff. My relationship with them is so deep now because of this. I think Mark can attest to that. (laughs) Littleness to me is so special, so personal, so important. The littleness itself, I can't speak to everyone's littleness and I can't speak to what little spaces to every person, but there's something special there and I just want people to be able to see that. I think that was incredibly well said. Cool. Thanks. (laughs) Thank you. Hi, I'm Robin, probably. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we've mentioned you enough on the show to know that you're Robin. And I'm a middle. Hi, um, so... (laughs) Hi, Sophie. (laughs) It's been a while. About 20 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yes, so, Robin, um, you have listened to our show a lot. Um, One or two times. You you could say that. Yes, (laughs) became our friend because of our show. Um, and we are... I was asked a question a while back that was, um, like, I loved your Age Play 101 episode... But what does little space feel like? Because, you know, that. Mm. Um, or what is, what's the point of being big? And yep. both of those questions I felt wholly unqualified to answer. <laughs> so um, that's why we're asking some other people. So basically, okay. being a middle, um, do, what, is, what is that like? Do you have a headspace for that? Does it feel different? Or how does this I, impact you? I don't get a, a lot of headspace. I... Mm. I felt a little bit of an outsider in the community and maybe like that I wasn't so much on the age play side of things because I never got this little space headspace that other people got but at the same time I knew I wasn't like a full-time big yeah right um but I have found a really nice niche for myself in in calling myself a middle and identifying as a middle um because it allows me to do it, it allows me to, to, to 
dip my toe in either side of the of the spectrum and not have to commit or feel like I'm I'm uh, like I have to live up to, to all sides of that mm. so I can you know for for certain friends of mine I enjoy being I enjoy being bigger not maybe not necessarily like their capital B big but I enjoy being bigger I enjoy like picking up some of my friends and throwing them on, on my hip and walking around and watching as they melt into a puddle in my <laughs> arms. Or sometimes some friends I will just, you know, crawl and, and lay down and just plop on the floor in a diaper and a onesie and watch Bluey for about six hours straight. <laughs> Speaking from perhaps recent experiences. <laughs> um, I'm going to ask you a challenging question mm -hmm. that... Um... I think a lot of people might ask in this sort of um, about just middles in general because mm -hmm. we we've, we talk extensively about being little and about like what caregivers are like on the show. Um, so my my maybe difficult question to ask is um, like why aren't you a little? I it's just not who I am. It's it it, it doesn't. I've I can I can try to do that. And it certainly seems nice and relaxing and all sorts of other things, but it's not fulfilling to me. I get bored. Um, mm. It's not, it doesn't engage me. And I, I don't get that headspace um, that, others, that others have talked about. And I've, I've heard the two of you talk about in the past. Mm. Um, yeah, sometimes I enjoy being bigger than other people and looking after them and caring for them. I get, I get joy and happiness from from helping others and fulfilling their needs. Sometimes I like to be the one that gets cared for. It's, but it's, so I don't feel like either end of the spectrum fits me. Um, and there are some, some play partners for whom I will be smaller, some play partners for whom I will be bigger, some I will switch for, but I just think that the sort of the niche that I occupy it doesn't take me to either extreme of the age play spectrum, right? We're, we're used to sort of yeah. CGs, caregivers, or littles with a capital L. Mm -hmm. yeah. And neither of those terms describe me very well, I don't think. Um, yeah. You, you and, preempted and, my follow-up, which would be like why aren't you big um <laughs> so no that that was that's really i don't think there's anything wrong with being a big who likes to wear diapers or you know do these things like i think people take the labels very seriously i don't mm -hmm. i think there's actually very few people who are like yes this is me and this is me only i am only this i mean you, you two are small capital S but <laughs> <laughs> I mean no you you make a really good point because I identify strongly as little and I am going to continue eternally for identifying strongly as little and I will never identify as a big but I do act as a big sometimes yeah so I I'm a pretty older little like I I, I am that like that that is hmm. kind of how I am but I identify with the term little and that's it's really interesting because I that's what this comes down to. These these are labels. Like the, the the idea of being able to say I am little versus I am middle. What is the line there? There's hey, not a line there. I, I I get to I get to say the thing. I get to say the labels are descriptive 
and not prescriptive. You did it! <laughs> yeah. I got to say the thing! <laughs> wow. Wow. I'm a gold star. Now. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but um, I'm glad that we've had you on here as well as um, uh, some other middle-y people because mm-hmm. it helps give that sense of a voice because it's like we talk about little little space like even the, the the topic of well what does a little space feel like but it's like well what if what if you don't really have little space yeah and even littles we've had we've talked to are like we i don't really do that but mm. this is still how i identify so yeah, yeah. i think this is and a I, good like you know bridging yeah. i i don't think unless you are the teeniest tiniest like benoy baby <laughs> The, the, there's always... I just heard her yell, sorry <laughs> It's fine, she's probably stomping somewhere It's fine um, Yeah, unless you're heard, you're not There's always a little bit of big in you and Yeah, I yeah. I completely agree Like, There's always that like, capacity Yeah, there's, there's The two of you have played together for so long And I don't want to put words in your mouths But you've, you know You've gone and fed each other. You've got each other bottles. You've mm-hmm. you've put the other to bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but you are both littles. Yeah, you're not bigs. Yeah, but you still it's, you still are bigger it's, than it's, the other. Sometimes. It's actually the entire basis of this show. Oh shoot. Yeah. <laughs> so it kind of is the usual bet is based I mean, on we this. basically literally do <laughs> like like I mean indirectly diaper each other every episode. So I mean, wow. you know. Well, the audience diaper you. Come on. Give give, give your viewers. That's not how it used to be, but now Yeah. <laughs> give your viewers who see us in this room here. All of you. Yeah. Give 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 all of you people I'm looking at the microphone. I'm looking at you very closely right now. <laughs> give them some credit. Yeah, of course. Okay. Um, I think, yeah, thank you very thank, much. Thank, thank you, you so much. both very much for having me, and congratulations to whoever is the big sister on this show. <laughs> oh, great question. <laughs> so, that was a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, probably our longest episode. I, I, I imagine so. Um, I, I have to say, it's been so eye-opening and I, I hope it was eye-opening for our listeners and stuff just listening to everyone's different opinions and mm-hmm. thoughts and what little space looks like to them it, it was so fun uh, over this last year like hearing someone saying going i don't agree with you at all but that's awesome and then there were <laughs> others where like this like bigs would consistently say the same idea oh, or know, like littles right? would be like oh yeah this and there's so many patterns you can see but mm-hmm. then there's so many people who are just completely different to those yeah. things and it 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 just shows how versatile like littleness and little space can be yeah. and i i just have a lot of love for this community and for littleness and little space and bigness i as a little i have to say a lot of the bigness answers were really uh uh affirming like like comforting uh, oh it, yeah, for yeah. sure. Very validating for littles who who really just don't fully understand what it is bigs are getting out of this. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully, it was helpful for the listeners. I hope so. Uh, so thank you for listening to our fourth anniversary episode. If you want to support us and what we do, um, this podcast, um, another podcast that we've done in the past, and hopefully we'll pick back up um, on top of stories that I write uh, and. A myriad of other things that we try to do 
that is inspirational for the ABDL community. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, if you want to support us, that's at patreon.com slash Pudding. Where? Patreon.com slash Pudding. And if you want to send us an email and, and send your thoughts in, or even like your perception on what little space is, you can do so. And it's very likely we, and by we, I mean Sophie will reply. Yeah, at, uh, I the, reply to a lot of <laughs> emails. And you can do that at the usual mailbox at gmail.com. And I think the link will be in the description. Yep. Really I don't write is. those. <laughs> um, finally, I want to thank Mimi for helping her theme song. I want to thank Juice Box for our third cover for the Ooh, show. I love it. So you can it. look forward to this one for the next uh, the next two years. I it's it's a great cover. I'm really excited. It's incredible. It's He's got done Kimmy amazing on it work. Yep. Um, and if you want to support Juice, which I wholly endorse, please do so by going to Patreon.com/JuiceBoxArt. Lastly, thank you, Kimmy, for the past four years being our 2.5 host, <laughs> right. um, being here when she is, and um, us missing her when she's not. And you can find her and interact with her at bby-kimmy.tumblr.com. Thank you to all of our listeners uh, for all the support over the years, and I hope this was a good episode. I hope we've at least made a dent in answering the question of what little space is. <laughs> yep. And next week, back to the usual. The usual Beth. That's us. It's, it's we, we do it. It's the title. <laughs> <laughs> Thank okay, you, everybody. Bye-bye.